You're listening to Band Practice with Matthew and Krebs. Rock out with your cock Hi, we're here. And we're back. And hi. <laughs> Introduce a monkey. Let me finish my beer. Uh everybody, this is my friend Ralph. He's a uh he's an attorney. So uh let's get it started, I is guess. Is he your attorney? No, he's not my attorney. I don't have that kind of time. He can be, but <laughs> <laughs> he's he did not take any of my cases. <laughs> It's good to be here. Thanks saying, for having me. Is it like a thing where like uh do you like pick clients based on like how much how likely you think you'll win? Or is it like No. Are you like a, a right or wrong kind of person? No, I'm I'm actually in the in the business of helping people get their homes back, so or build their homes back. I was so. gonna ask you what kind of law you did. I do homeowners, plaintiffs homeowners. So if you've got a claim you know, something happens to your house and you got to claim with your insurance company. And they don't pay out. And they don't pay out, then I help you uh, fix your house. There you go. And I hmm. rent. I don't need one of those. Doesn't FEMA do that? Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know. It depends. Is that, it depends. Is that what we're doing right now? <laughs> Isn't there a government organization that's supposed to do that? I, th- I think there is. Well, what happens uh, when uh, we have the government do things? It's actually if you're going to talk about it, you got to talk about you know the government, the, se- the quasi governmental agency of uh, Citizens Insurance. Oh, gross! Oh, now you're cussing. That's, that, that's still a thing. <laughs> that is still a thing. God damn it! Mm. So, do you own your own home? I do. Nice. You ever had to get it fixed? I have, unfortunately. <laughs> can you be your own lawyer? Is that a thing? Yes, you can. Did you do that, or did you hire somebody? No, I was able to deal with it without having to to bring it into litigation. No lawyers involved. Do you like threaten with it more? That uh, <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny though because it's it's the opposite usually. Um, like bringing up the idea of being a lawyer actually sometimes make things more difficult than they have to be. So sometimes you know, mm. you just I just try to deal with things you know with people as people, and ninety nine percent of the time it fixes. You know, it works out. I think you're you're honestly like the. Th- third lawyer I've ever met I met my dad's divorce attorney and then I <laughs> and then I know uh, 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 Crabtree mm-hmm. yeah. Crabtree's a, a, a lawyer I don't know what she does but she's a lawyer actually I, th- I think she does uh, if I'm not mistaken it's something with real estate too but like on the corporate side <laughs> so <laughs> did she work for the banks uh, you know, I don't she remember. Does I, I I don't remember specifically. Do uh so do you actually have to go to court and stuff and and dress up all the time? <laughs> all the time. I have a hell of a dry cleaning bill. Jeez. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Are you allowed to wear like cool suits or do you have to wear like like? No, you got to keep it semi semi okay. But I I do try to keep the sock game strong. Okay. Actually, Danny knows about my sock. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, he, he like there's a, we have like a little WhatsApp group where he like sends little pictures. He's got some pretty cool ones. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not going to go into details about his socks, but like, it, yeah, he's got, he got a lot. You know, you got to, you got to keep professional, you know, and there's a yeah. certain like decor, but you can have a little fun with the socks, right? So, yeah. so I have a little fun with the socks. I, uh, I do that at work too. I have uh, holiday themed socks. Ooh, and then, uh, yeah. And then on the days that it's not a holiday, I wear my American flag socks. <laughs> you I'm a patriot. 
<laughs> God bless America. I would say, isn't like, isn't it like a, a rule where you're not supposed to make clothes out of the flag or some shit? I, I, I don't know. Like, yes, yes, yeah. it is absolutely. <laughs> but fuck them. <laughs> but I'm a patriot, bro. I'm passionate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a patriot. That means it's okay. <laughs> so. uh before we started, we showed him my signed picture of Donald Trump and the letter I got from the White House. Yeah. That's pretty outstanding. Yeah, Trump we have a, wrote you back. We have oh, another one yeah. up there on the wall. He's the commander-in-chief. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least for another two years. At least. <laughs> it's funny because so, uh, we've had quite a few uh, liberal and anti-Trump people. And that's specifically the reason I put that picture there. Is because the guest usually sits right where you're at, so they can't help but see it. It does have a place of prominence, and, and uh, yeah, it's hilarious to me. It's one of those things where, like, uh, since you can't see his eyes, it, it feels like they're following you. <laughs> <laughs> like the Mona Lisa, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, uh, quite the opposite, but yeah, <laughs> I guess it's the same effect. <laughs> so, are you gonna get into politics? No, I feel like you should be a senator. I'd vote for Ralph. I vote, vote for Ralph. <laughs> Hashtag vote for Ralph. This could be well put together. Uh, this yeah. could be the political action. This is right uh, the we'll inception of your political it. career. Everything starts awesome. somewhere. Right? Yeah. We'll start a super PAC. Mm. <laughs> That's all you need, right? Yeah. Part of the deal, bro. Part of the deal. He doesn't even know. He's like, uh, he's like, fuck. Now that's a thing. I have to do it. <laughs> uh, politics isn't my my cup of tea. <laughs> are you uh, Are you into Star Trek? Oh, which TNG or uh, I'm a TNG guy. You're a TNG guy. Yeah, I'm a TNG. Guy. Finally, somebody's not fucking DS9. Thank God, I hate DS9. Shout out to Paul. You know, <laughs> Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> man, the problem with DS9, man, it got way too like deep into it, and it just stopped being a Star Trek series. DS9 wasn't a Star Trek series. I, TNG was a Star Trek series. Yes, it was. I'm I'm a huge Voyager fan. I loved Voyager. Voy- Voyager was, was great. Huge, I loved Voyager. It's Got a little ridiculous with the time and stuff all the time. It did, it stuff. did. But yeah. Voyager was, uh, I think, it just just a little smidge over TNG. I, I'm a, I'm I'm TNG guy all the way. Although the the, mm-hmm. the the season or the series finale for TNG, oh my god! That's, I, I think it's the best one for all the Star Treks. Right? It is. I think it's hands down the best Star Trek episode of all time. It is amazing. It's really great. It all, is so good. All good things. Yeah, that's the name of it. I actually have a story with TNG because one of the things that got me into it was I blew out my knee. Ooh. Uh, yeah. ACL? Uh, meniscus? ACL, MCL, PCL. I have no ah. meniscus. It was a full reconstructive. Oh, Jesus. And uh, part of it was I was bedridden for six weeks. I, f- I feel your pain. I did ACL twice. Oh, I have actually two surgeries on the same knee. But oh. I was, the second time I got scoped, when, when they did the scope the second time, the doctor looked at me after I woke up. And he goes, it's really bad in there. There's nothing we can do. Just... Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, I sort of get out. And I, I can't even do full flexion right now. Like I can't. But going back to the TNG thing, I was bedridden for six weeks because during Hold my on, rehab, there. Uh, when we finish, remind me to tell you about BPC 157 and some uh, stem cell research I've been reading about. Absolutely. Uh, it's been a mir- miracle worker for me. I've been able to start running again. Oh, wow. Um, awesome. Carry on, TNG. So maybe that's the stuff Kobe was on. Maybe. We went to Germany. Yeah, right. Mm. So. I, uh, I was bedridden for six weeks, and you know, I don't know if you've ever been bedridden for any like, extended period of time, but you, you yeah. go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So finally one day, I just I couldn't take it anymore, and as painful as it was, I hobbled my ass to a bookstore. Um, and at the bookstore, when I walk in, 
they have a big, you know, one of those big baskets, and it's just full of paperbacks, right? Used paperbacks, just full. Yeah. And the sign says a uh, dollar each. I think it was something like that. And I look in there, and I'm like, look, I need something to read. I need something to do because just lying in bed all day, you can't sleep. Even at night, well, you know, while everybody's sleeping at two in the morning on a Tuesday, you're wide awake because you've been lying in bed all day. Yeah. So I went and. Um, I've never started. felt that strongly to be productive, but continue. Well, that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah. No, when I was bedroom, I played a shit ton of GTA. Oh my god! I, and I, I played the um, MLB 2000, and I did a whole 162 game season, and the Cubs won the World Series that year. It was an omen. So your viewers can know the Cubs also won the World Series in 2000. It's an unknown, you know. Yeah. An unknown little yeah, asterisk okay. in sports world. There's a little voodoo that you put in there. I was like, because like uh, all the baseball people I ever knew are, are always like super superstitious. They'll be oh, like, oh, yes. oh uh, I, I, uh, I hit two balls when I wore these socks, so I have to wear these socks every game because <laughs> it's it's definitely the, by far the most superstitious sport, yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. But what I was saying was, that, so there was a basket, right? And I just start pulling out, and I didn't. I watched TNG at that point, like I knew what it was. Yeah, but the books were mostly like TNG books. And I started pulling them, and obviously I try to keep them like in the order of the series or whatever because they, they're numbered or series. Yeah. And I took them, and I go up to the guy, and I go, look, I have like, you know, like 20 bucks. And he goes, look, man, give me the 20 bucks. Literally take all of them if you want. You can take as many as you want. And I, I got a, a couple of bags, stuffed it with, with books, and, then, you know, they're popcorn reads. You know? Yeah, yeah. You read them in a day. And uh, I read a bunch of the TNG stuff, and it you know kept the lore going and the canon, and I just got really in depth with the characters, and I went back and rewatched the whole series. Yeah, I loved it. Nice. We had a uh, Michael Moglia on, and he's a huge, huge Trekkie, and uh, he's a DS9 guy, but uh, he's got signed pictures of all the captains in his house. Like he goes to every con. Really? Like, dude, is, like okay, so. Uh, the coasters we have, the teleport pads, mm -hmm. he actually brought us and, and gave us these. And mine's not teleporting. Oh, here. It needs batteries. And then uh, he brought me this uh, Spock koozie. That is, that's nice. Yeah, that's super nice. cool. <laughs> Shout out to Mike. And then uh, I have a Spock doll, plush doll up there. Oh, I see it. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. I have a, uh, the TNG Enterprise uh, Christmas ornament. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I also have. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, what well, we got on, there? On Trek related, but Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator 2 action figure. <laughs> well, if it's Arnold, then they... Oh, yeah. Love this thing. <laughs> everything the title everything. Arnold, right? Yeah, right? You gotta, but you got to get the Voyager, you know, you got to get the Voyager stuff now. No, I know. My wife, uh, I, I don't know where it is. I'm so upset with myself. Hallmark in like, I think it was. 2012 or 2013 made a Christmas mm -hmm. decoration and it was the scene from Wrath of Khan where the glass is between them and they got their hands on the glass mm. I'm like it was it was amazing when she got it for me the need of the many uh, yeah the needs of the many yeah. outweigh the needs of the few yeah. <laughs> right yeah and and yeah and I don't know where the fuck I put it <laughs> I'm so pissed and you go you were like, like the worst kind of person like at, <laughs> It was, look, that year was the year we wound up moving into this house. So between moving to this house oh, and God, was just where shit went, I don't know. And uh, There's nothing like moving to lose everything you own. 
Like, I, it was the only there. thing I lost. It's the only thing I lost. I can't fucking find it. I don't know like where it went, what happened to it. You but piece what, of shit. What I know now <laughs> is that when you go online and try to find them, nobody's selling them, and it's only like collectors that have them, and they want a couple hundred bucks for the fucking thing. <laughs> God damn it! You are a fuck up, sir. It's one of my biggest regrets in life. <laughs> like I can see the pain in his eyes. That yeah, not yeah. voting for John McCain. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh God! Well, that was that was a that that took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> My man, a few regrets. So Obama that year for you? Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna admit it. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> that was a thing I did. I uh, yeah, I was bought and sold. I was I was in it. This is it. We all were. It's, it's it is what it is. And you know what's funny now that I and and at the time, you know what it was at the time. I just hadn't. I didn't know enough. I really didn't. I, I I probably shouldn't have been voting, realistically. <laughs> well, that's a different it, conversation, I say, right? I really would admit that. I, I was I was not looking back at from what I know now to then. Like I just did not know enough, and I should not have been fucking voting. But at the time, if you ask me, yeah, I know everything. I listen to all his speeches. Well, you, you still <laughs> think you know everything? I don't know everything. <laughs> I don't know everything. The no. best time to take over the world is when you're younger, right? And know of everything. Of course, yeah. Like. God, I was a fucking idiot. Not that I'm not any, still not, but. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, I look at things. I'm a smarter like I, idiot now. I was going to say, I, like, <laughs> I'll look at things that I did, like, like last week. I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking moron. But, like, you know, I like to think it gets a little better every day. It does it, but it's cool, man. Fuck it. <laughs> you just get okay with just being. I'm, I was, I'm happy with just not getting worse. You just get more okay with being a fuck up. Like, yeah. You just get used to it. <laughs> Like no no, I, I, fuck it. That's you, like, what, you like Star Wars too or no? The, the movie Star well, Wars too. Well, Star Wars um, and Trek or just Trek? I'm a I'm a I like Star Wars. Where you can't talk about the prequels, I'm that guy. Okay. I want to talk about the prequels. Sorry, nobody Fair wants enough. to talk Fair about the prequels. Yeah. That was, those were kind of ridiculous. Actually, I did really like the. Uh, I always enjoyed the uh, the Jar Jar is a Sith theory. Yeah, it is a good theory. Where they yeah. uh, it's, that's an awesome <laughs> and supposedly like you know from what I've read, like he was supposed to be. A Sith. That was the thing, and it got vetoed. Yeah. At least from what I read. You know. I heard that uh, the actor that played Jar Jar got like like crippling depression after those movies are done. Like everybody oh, hated him, him so joke. much that like he took it personally, and like, like he. <laughs> he had, like, well, you a, know, a lot of eventually he'll after. get better with you know being a fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got, sometimes you got to embrace that kind of stuff. You know, like you can't let it. It's just a character. You know. We got to understand that like you're gonna you're gonna do bad shit sometimes. You got to eat. Look, Joffrey, Joffrey embraced it, you know. Oh yeah. Well, look, uh, look at Nicholas Cage. The guy does shit all the time, and he just keeps yeah. doing it. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Him. Have well, you been to his grave, like he, in New Orleans? I went, when I went to New Orleans, he bought like you know in New Orleans they have the above ground graves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he bought a grave site in one of the most famous grave sites in New Orleans, and it's this big pyramid, obelisk looking, amazing. Oh, just it's just amazing. It's, it's the last amazing. spot from National Treasure. It really is. <laughs> I, hey, those weren't bad movies. I'm, those were not bad movies. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. If, if I'm watching TV movies, and they come on, I'm watching. I wouldn't it. call it a good you movie. Know, you know what Nicolas Cage is? Nicolas Cage is that baseball player. Let's bring it back to baseball. I'll bring everything back to oh, baseball. Oh, Nicolas Cage is that baseball player that comes up and he's gonna swing at every pitch. Mm. You know, and sometimes he's gonna look really bad doing it. <laughs> And other times he's gonna hit it out of the park. Tell me, there's not some great Nick Cage movies. Oh that no, you've there seen. are. And, like, and then even, there's some other ones. Like, like I don't know what even I'm looking in at. The bad here. ones. Usually well, he's like at least kind of, of entertaining. Yeah, he hit, uh, Face Off. Oh, Face Off is not a bad movie. Fuck you. No, I'm saying it's a great. <laughs> no, it's a great movie. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy. 
here's an old one, Trapped in Paradise. You remember that one? I don't. That one I don't remember. That was the one where the three guys robbed the bank and Living Las Vegas? Yeah. Uh even his cameo here in the Spider-Man movie, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, when he's a uh, Spider-Man noir." That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Come on, man. Nicolas Cage is an institution. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you uh, have you seen Captain Marvel yet? I have not. Oh, well, fuck you. Have you saw it already? Yeah, yeah. It I just did. came out yesterday. Yeah, or, I saw it yeah. yesterday. <laughs> We're going tomorrow. We're going okay, tomorrow. Cool. We're no spoilers. Actually, no. no, no, no. I saw it Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> have, okay, sorry. You're you're uh, MCU guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Except for D- DC uh, DC Universe. Uh, the straight to DVD stuff, awesome. <laughs> it really is. You ready? I do this I, rant I, I, every yeah. fucking time we talk about this. Yeah. All I right. Really good. I want the DC movies to be good so bad, and I want them to have continuity. I want them to be strong like the MCU, but they are fucking not because they are not controlled by DC. They're controlled by Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers, and they do nothing but fuck it up consistently. But it, However, but it's so it's crazy because like, I would like love Warner DC Brothers knocks the fucking animated movies out of the park. Oh yeah. They're every awesome. single They're fucking awesome. time. Like, awesome. like, like honestly, those don't uh, like like Justice League Doom. Um, what's it called? Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna rattle them off, but even so, like, like for the most part, like all of the uh, the animated features that like and the Arrowverse, the TV series, oh, it's fucking kick-ass. phenomenal. Flash, Arrow, yeah. Stuff. I, I've only watched like a season of Arrow and like three seasons of the Flash, but like they're great. They're, no, they're really good. They're good. They're really good, and they keep the continuity that you would think the movies would keep, but they don't. But they, the movies just. However, however, okay, so there, there is. Uh, Suicide Squad two. Oh yeah. yeah, but the first one was James Gunn Suicide Squad. James Gunn's taking over, and Idris Elba's taking over for Will Smith. Yeah, Idris Elba's going to be that's uh, going to be better. Shot. I so, well, that's going to be better. I, I feel like that's going to be fun. And he said it's not going to be so Harley Quinn centric. However, I, as uh, as the last one, I have was. really low expectations going to a DC movie. You I still have haven't. To. I still haven't seen Aquaman yet. It's good. Well, you I know, Aquaman, Aquaman is the most Marvel of all the DC movies. Really? Well, okay. Because Wonder is, Woman would like like Wonder see, Woman was the top no, Wonder Woman no, 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 was no, no. Wonder Woman movie, is the but best like, one. Like, to me, it seemed like a. I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna go so far as to call it a ripoff, but it was very like um, in the same. They they follow the same structure as Captain America. No, it absolutely is. They, uh, it's a timepiece. Yeah, one, it's a time two, piece. and a guy named Steve tries it, like sacrifices right, himself right. for yep. the world. Yeah. No. Rip off. The only, I was saying, the only the difference off, but it was really they good. decided it like, was really good. Instead of World War Two, it's going to be World War One, and then there you but go. Yeah, no, but it was, it was really, really. And good. she's going to walk around France. You should of see Germany. Aquaman though, because Aquaman is the most Marvel. Like Aquaman. Okay, so DC has so two Aqu- major. Aqu- Aquaman is like it's Black Panther, but the bad guy wins, but he's actually the good guy. But with more like <laughs> hilarity, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the mistakes here's the mis- my opinion with DC. The mistakes of DC is the continuity, the continuity issue. You're 100 yeah. percent right with. But what mm-hmm. they tried to do is they tried to jump into the pool with Justice League, right? And it's not the, no. that's not how Marvel did it, right? Marvel no. built no. up to Avengers. They they, right? they, asa- they established all the cur- uh, the characters as like their own separate things, and then they brought them together eventually. And after the second, you knew- because they made you care about the characters before they jumped into it, and the DC second thing, jumps into it, and it's like it's just, I don't know these people, I don't give a fuck. Well, like, uh, and the story isn't that great, and the bad guy wasn't built up, and the second big mistake that they made, and they, and this is Marvel understood Martha. this. Well, Martha, that, yeah, yeah, that's, that's where'd you say? Where'd you learn that name? The worst line in the worst line <laughs> the in movie fucking history. Stupidest moment ever. But Did we just become best what, friends? Oh, <laughs> that would have made it better. That would have made it better if they just cut that, that scene of Step Brothers. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yup. The worst scene in the movie <laughs> because so much room for activities. Yeah. <laughs> I just actually John saw it. The other day. <laughs> 
But where DC really fucking put shit the bed was that they didn't understand. You can't take every. You can't take your young kids to all the DC movies. It's dark and it's not funny and whatever. And Marvel got that right. Marvel got mm-hmm. that you can you can go have some some jokes in between all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah. And Aquaman does that. Aquaman well, that, is the most Marvel. I would say that's movies. usually a, a mark of like even good drama is having like some kind of comic relief to like kind of take you out of it, and so like you're not like because uh, if you feel like shit for like two hours long, it's not. Uh, rarely does that make it like a good movie in general. Well, I, I don't but, know. Man, like, Man of Steel, I really enjoyed. I loved their, Man their, of Steel. Their first kickoff, Oops. I liked it, and it, I, know, I know it was a really dark take on Superman, but I enjoyed it. It, uh, I don't know. I, there wasn't a lot of jokes in it. It was very serious. I, I mean, Superman killed there, a guy. There was some. There was some critiques for it for sure, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a quality flick from the get go. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, and, and like even the news that they were gonna build on that one to make the DC extended universe was was I was excited for yeah I was absolutely like, excited. I was, I was like, like okay right. like, they're gonna kind of go for a little more of a realism kind of because like the only real DC character you can be realistic with easily is Batman because like you no, know he's a regular per- yeah yeah exactly he's a regular person but um, I don't know if I agree with that like one of, uh, Superman is the hardest character. In all comics, to actually like make a good story with, yeah, because he's an indestructible day, he's, alien he's that's here to save us. Yeah. Like it's not, but it's DC, not compelling. DC he doesn't have any character great, flaws. He's, DC has some great assets. They do. Really, uh, and uh, actually, I was reading some article about uh, I forget. Uh, it was some like big name writer. Like I don't remember who it was exactly, but it was like a uh, Brian Michael Bendis kind of level. But um, they were asking, and he wrote for both. Marvel and DC, and they're like, well, why? They ask him, like, why do you think um, the Marvel stories have worked better in movies than the DC? And like, his point was, was that uh, uh, the the Marvel's uh, they're they're very character centric. Like, they're based on like the the personalities and like whoever who these people are. Whereas like most DC, um, from his experience, most of the times the DC stories were like usually centered on like what their powers were, and they had to like try to make it all work. Like whereas like um, you have to find like the problem with having an indestructible super uh, hero is that like now you need like all the other now you need all the other bad guys to be that much higher level. But like it can't be so high of a level that Superman can't beat him because Superman has to win. And I don't think so. You want you want to know that you want to know what it is. And then we're it's, gonna make the rest of the team catch up with them. It's because Kevin Feige, and that's why that's why Batman now knows like all of the martial arts no, like, it's, ever. It's, it's because <laughs> it's because Kevin Feige was part of the comic books. Mm-hmm. He knew the books, and, oh, Mar- yeah. and Marvel has their own studio. They're literally just taking their product and mm-hmm. changing mediums. So there's there's no middleman in between. You have the guys who wrote the books writing mm-hmm. the movies. They're sitting down with a comic book mastermind. And he's going, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. This is right. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. No, 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 no. We're going to do this. And then he gives it to the movie guys. The movie guys take that and they go, okay. And then they have, they have well, a back say, and forth too, where remember like, in the DC beginning, goes to Warner Brothers. And they're a movie studio. They're not a comic book movie studio. That's they're true. not DC. They are not just that, an entity. Yeah. But like, and, have they nailed every single actor playing the role? No. Oh. No. Robert but, Downey. Oh, no. Marvel has. Absolutely. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel has nailed. Yeah. Marvel just casting. Just oh, yeah. the casting. And honestly, that does so much for it, right? Because yeah. the personality. Because remember, we're not talking about all well, this. No, no, if Iron Man got, doesn't hit. I was right? say, we yeah. almost got uh, a Tom Cruise to be Iron Man. 
God. But it's just, they nailed it. Like, they nailed the casting across the board. That was John Favreau fighting for uh, uh, for Robert Downey. Marvel was able to take a shitty Fantastic Four character that sucked as uh, as, uh, Flaming Torch and said, you know what? You're going to be one of our main characters now. And Chris Evans has been an amazing Captain America, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just a crazy, like, um, like, they've been able to do whatever they want. They took Ryan Reynolds and said, oh, you were in a terrible DC movie. Come on, you're going to make the best rated R movie you guys Even are going to watch. Even then, that was Fox, but they go, the thing with, uh, with, the Fox, thing with Fox, Deadpool... Fox had some good casting, too, for the X-Men stuff. Yeah, I with, really liked Sophie Turner, uh, like, that girl from Game of Thrones. The, the redhead, uh, yeah. Fox, Fox kind of gets it with the casting, too. They've done a great job. Well, Fantastic like, Four. Hugh, Hugh, uh, I liked... Uh, yeah, but X-Men, Hugh, no, Jackman, Hugh, Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Alan Cumming. Remember uh, Nightcrawler? Yeah. 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 The, yeah, yeah, the yeah, German great. one. The, uh, they got Professor X okay. down. They got Magneto down. Patrick Stewart oh, yeah. was perfect. And and the young like, versions, too. Michael Fassbender, great. young Magneto. Great. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh, he's oh, great. great. You, know, you know what great. I don't like, They're too, great. though? Is, They're great. Uh, they embodied the character 100%. 100%. They really did. But, like, they... And this goes back to your point of, like, a... A movie company making comic book movies as opposed to a comic book company, uh, but like a, yeah, it's a like, point. A, like when um, when like Mystique was a popular character, they started to center a lot of the movies around Mystique. Even when like yeah. like in the regular stories, she's kind of just like a, a, a throw off character. She's always on the sidebar. Yeah, she's. She does things in the background. She's kind of a pain in the ass, and she has some so pretty is, good character arcs. But like, 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 she doesn't. She's never really the center of the story. She's never like the center villain. She's kind of kind she's of a, like Gambit. She's a waste of fucking space. <laughs> I don't care if you like Gambit. Go back and find me one story where you can't erase him from, and it still doesn't it's fucking still, well yeah. Channing Tatum has been uh, like lobbying for that role for a while. Now. Oh yeah, fuck him and fuck Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> the character sucks. The dumbest character I've ever fucking heard of. God, I hate uh, him. We'll see. I'd I was, rather have Morph back. Oh, that's that's. <laughs> yeah, throw it oh, out there. I'd rather too take soon. more. Too soon. Cyber. Um, maybe I'm taking it. <laughs> Let's see how many shitty X Men characters we can name. Ready, go. <laughs> oh man, let me see. Hold I was, on. I was always more of an, uh, an still, Avengers. Still, still better character than fucking Gambit. <laughs> I'll take two Jubilees over a Gambit. Oh, hey, really? Jubilee had a great story. Arc. Really? Had one of the great with that with Wolverine and yeah. going against the uh, the Marauders. That was a great story arc. Sorry, good. No, I, I tangent. I tangent. I think we lost. I think we lost Danny. No, you're gonna always lose me on the tangents, but it's all right. I'll, I'll just jump back in whenever I realize that uh, nobody's talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so fuck Gambit. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to ride that bus yet, but I remember. Okay, so Krebs used to host a show with me, and mm. we were talking comic books one day. Shout out to Robert Francis. Yeah, Robert Francis Krebs. <laughs> anyway, he uh, he's gonna love that. Yeah, no, he's not. But uh, so we were talking X Men, and uh, and he said something about oh they're gonna make a Gambit movie, and I was like, fucking why? Fuck that! Fuck that character! And he was like, <laughs> all right, so can you show us on the doll where Gambit touched you? Yeah. <laughs> he's the this most useless really, and I really t- emotional about this I, yeah. t- I told Krebs I was like he's literally the most useless X-Men of all time you can take every X-Men story arc of all time pull him out of it and the story stays intact it's like Indiana Jones and the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> take out Indiana Jones the same thing still happens you never heard that line? Oh, yeah. I've really? heard that. Uh, Think yeah. about the story of Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought never about that. You never heard that theory? Literally, no, that, no, and as a no. matter of fact, it happens earlier. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, wow. It yeah. is useless to the story. Like, in fact, he's a catalyst <laughs> of all the bad shit that happens. 
Wow, I never thought but about that. You, Holy that's shit. Harrison Ford. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. Holy fuck. Yeah, if you take they it, still open the shit. They would still find it. <laughs> they would still find it. They would still take oh it. They would God. still open it. Literally nothing changes. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, God. That's great. Uh, you just blew his mind. <laughs> okay, speaking of Indiana Jones, what's your favorite one? Uh, Last Crusade. Last Crusade, or I, I'm a, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I will. That's, everyone does. But, That's yeah. yeah. But I, Last Crusade, that Sean I was Connery try to say Crystal Skull to be funny, but like I, I couldn't. That doesn't get exist. It what are you talking I about? Get it, it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't, it doesn't exist. exist. It's a good no. flick. Oh, oh yeah, no, it, it, no, it, no, no, it's a uh, okay, okay. No. Okay. No. You haven't okay. seen enough no. ancient aliens for like, to understand. <laughs> what, All right, what I'm going to stick you like, in that. Uh, in that like, I'm like, sorry, uh, that scene with the refrigerator, I was done after that. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, Temple is done after refrigerator, that. Okay. I'm done after that. They, they I'm done after that. You're not giving it a chance. In fucking Temple of Doom, he jumps out of an airplane in a fucking blow-up raft with two other people, drops a couple thousand feet onto a mountain, slides down that bitch, winds up in the fucking jumble jungle you're gonna you're gonna tell me that's believable but i would say yeah but refrigerators where you draw the line the refrigerators where you draw the fucking line temple of doom at least a guy's heart was taken out of his chest i mean that was pretty close and it was still yeah Yeah, it was still fucking beating yeah that's okay okay, you're not gonna draw the line there but jumping in a fridge to survive a bomb that's where i'm drawing where's the great where's the great scene in uh crystal skull where's the great scene where's the scene you're like oh this is awesome and why uh, the hell did it have to be aliens? That's <laughs> lined. That's <laughs> lined. And survives a nuclear <laughs> yeah. blast. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he's fighting communists is now, which that, is way are, better. Are aliens oh, yeah. really Indiana like, Jones? Anything you do to them is good. Is there anything not Indiana Jones? He could have got... Oh, come on. There's a million storylines you could have done. It didn't have to all be right, aliens. Right. He, he did the Judeo-Christian well, thing twice. Well, I was just and saying, then he went and, after and, the fucking the like, Indian religion. Does it have to be religious? No. Yes. It's Indiana Jones. No, it doesn't. Expand your mind, you bro. In, yeah, so you don't read enough Zachariah Sitchin or Eric oh, Von <laughs> Yo, I watch Ancient Aliens to fall asleep. I don't pay attention. Whatever, dude. I can know the names. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the... Uh, Look, telling me Crystal Skull doesn't exist is like saying the Earth is uh, flat, bro. Uh, I don't know. You're, flat, you're a flat Earther, aren't you? I'm not 100% sure those two things are, com- are, are together, but uh, <laughs> if that's the case, then... What do I yeah, feel bro, it's an omnibus. Hold it's on. like offshore Stop. drilling Hold and vaping on. I, indoors. I'm trying to depend. What do, what do I feel stronger about? <laughs> yeah, because those, those aren't like that uh, was a great legislation. By yeah, because that that's not great, great legislation. legislation at all. That was great. <laughs> you know that in Florida, you, you, you everything has to be a, a yes no, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, because we're too stupid to, to like everything actually has like, to, be to yes make no. choices. But like, like what I didn't like uh, was the, the didn't all, didn't like time. half of those like amendments like get like put up to the uh, state supreme court because like they were worded like shitty or like they were like putting together two things that had nothing to do with each other there's no statute that nope there's no no statute against that no statute you you can put together any two things you want yeah no but i think it was something about like the the language is unclear or like no that's a different thing vagueness is a different thing but Mm. you can put any two things you want together if there's an aspect that becomes uh contested because of vague language then it goes to the court and the court will decide the definition from the the bill that was passed Mm. I'm not even a fucking lawyer. What's up? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if you think that's bad, if you guys are into the politics, you should see a legislation that goes through the Congress and the pork belly that's attached to those. Oh. <sighs> you think that vaping had nothing to do with that? You know, woo, you should think about that. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, have you, okay, so I was just reading H.R. 1. I don't know if you know what that is. No. It's the first bill that's coming out of the new house. Oh, that's the... Um, it's supposed to be a pro-union bill. Yeah. And I haven't read the, any of the new bills that have come out. It's it's the first it's past the house it's going to the senate now and 
It is extremely well-intentioned. Yeah. Fuck, it is extremely well-intentioned, but it isn't is it, is supposed to have, yeah. It like, doesn't have, like, God a lot of uh, it. There's, uh, like, campaign finance stuff and, like... It's a lot this. about campaign finance, right to work, uh, <clears throat> and it's supposed... To, the idea was to remove dark money from, mm-hmm. from uh, politics or whatever. Right. And it does that, but it doesn't stop the lobbying. It doesn't stop... Yeah. Like, and that's the worst part, because, okay, and if you... And removing money from politics is a bad idea. Not co- no, well, not completely a bad idea. It's a good idea. It's not possible. But well, no, it, it's no. absolutely possible. But if you remove the money from politics, you have to be able to remove independent wealth as well. Otherwise, you just create a path to, politi- to, polit- to being a politician for the rich only. And then you get a bunch of Donald Trumps and Elon Musks and uh, George Soros. And those will be the only dudes running <laughs> get office because they're going to dump their own personal finances into the That's campaign. That's why I'm saying it's not possible. You yeah. Money out of well, say, this, uh, well this, this is how I'd like to do it. You ready? Here's my thought. We limit campaigns to two months. You're only allowed to campaign for two months before an election, right? So two months before the election day. Two months before the election day, you're allowed to campaign. Publicly. Publicly. There's different campaigns, as you know. There's invisible invisible primaries and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No... No, uh, as it Lawrence Lexley calls it, the the money campaign for uh, no campaign the money donations. election before the no campaign election. donations whatsoever. That'll never fly. Zero. Mm. What we do is we start a of uh, a, a voluntary tax, a donation basically. Citizens can donate. Everybody donates. Whatever money is there gets split evenly between all candidates on the ballot. One month before the election day, everyone who's on the ballot goes to a. I don't want to say a debate, but a question answer session. Everyone gets to sit down. They get asked the same questions from the audience. Nobody gets the questions beforehand. So a t- town hall, basically. Basically a town hall. You get the questions. Bef- you don't get the questions beforehand. You get the questions right when you show up. So you got to mm-hmm. fucking know your shit, answer, and move on. Yeah. And then I was you gonna get, say they've because uh, I don't want to hear candidates debate each other and decide because uh, that's when you get that polarization of okay, it's either one or zero. Yeah. We're not fucking binary. Well, there, it, there's spectrums of things, and you can be yes and no, and go yeah, back and so forth. Yeah, so you're gonna like, get rid of the primaries as well. You're gonna get rid no, no, no. Primaries do whatever the fuck you want. That's independent. That's 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 the party. That's parties. So primary go. Par- go. I don't care what the fuck the primaries are. Fuck the primaries. That's and, that's and not. You, do you want to do that for federal only, or you want to do that because local is gonna be a whole different conversation. Lo- yeah, local will be a whole other conversation. But I think a big, I think that's a that would be a key thing. And I think another key thing would be to have term limits on every elected position. That I agree. With. That one's a, absolutely is a big, yeah. Except for maybe sheriff. Yeah, but I think he, all sheriffs should be elected. Yeah, but uh, elected. you were just saying, yeah. like you were talking about, like the the rules you wanted to throw out were like for the the federal level anyway. A sheriff is like kind of. What did he say? He brought up like locals. Yeah, yeah. Saying, but, but like, um, I agree that all those positions should be elected. I would say like I always opinion. liked um, uh, Lawrence Lessig's idea was like just give everybody like a like an untouchable tax credit. Or like a an obvious. I know how you feel about that stuff, but anyway, anyways, like Social Security. No, no, no. But like, it's just like a, the post office pension. Yeah, sure. There is no untouchable money. I know that. I, it doesn't happen. Hold on, just hear me <laughs> out. But, and like, that's the only money that anybody can spend. There on. is no untouchable hold on, fund. Hold on, hold on, it hold doesn't on. happen. Like, I'm not saying that. <laughs> uh, I'm saying like uh like, like something that like like just everybody gets like a two hundred dollar tax credit thing that like that's the only money you're allowed to spend on. Um, on like political donations, donations, political donations. That way, it uh, it, it eliminates like the. Uh, um, so you want to cap donations? 
Pretty much. Um, so you well, have, no, it's, well, it's okay. I don't want to cap individual donations because like, we have Citizens United. Money is free speech. It's I, I understand it's that. It's such an asinine fucking... It's, I can't, no, 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 I, I, I get the money is free speech, but like what I don't money get is Money is not the, free speech. No, no. Fuck that. Well, no, because like uh, uh, the the trends that like uh, you buy things under or like the, that usually pushes companies in certain directions i get that uh it, it used to not it, anymore in a very, i know but i was just gonna say in a very meta way it, it does make sense but like uh what i don't what the one the part that i don't like is the 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 whole corporations count as people thing where like uh they they say that um because it, it because a corporation counts as a person he has uh the right the same right to um to Donate you know, money, money and free lobby speech. And yeah, all that bullshit. exactly. Yeah, no, that's the part that like like that doesn't sit well with me. You know, uh, you know, maybe. You know, you know what's mind boggling to me? All right, <laughs> so the same things the tea, that started the Tea Party mm-hmm. was it like a decade ago, mm-hmm. and the same thing that motivated the Occupy Wall Street, mm-hmm. the same things. Oh, of course. Um, I it know was, uh, it was the same things. Steven Pinker talks about how um, a lot of the um, the you know the thing the the political things that we think about. They change parties all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, because every like action example, has an opposite and equal reaction. Yeah, like, uh, for example, in power, the opposite side is going. For example, to like uh, it's been happening since George Washington. No, of course. But, but that's but like, why like, 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 say like the the in in the sixties and seventies in uh, being for the environment. They used to just be for for rich people who wanted something like nice to look at from their apartments, and for hunters and for like uh, just. People who were going to profit or do something with that land. The environment, like, doesn't, the environment doesn't matter, bro. We're gonna we're gonna colonize Mars. We're gonna get more environment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terraform God, is fun. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> Elon Musk is gonna gonna head the first. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was just, uh, Neil, Eli- Neil deGrasse Tyson says like if we can figure out how to terraform another planet, just terraform Earth. <laughs> like, <laughs> Whatever, man. But fuck him and his logic. E- oh, no, Elon but. Musk is gonna have the first Tesla on Mars. Oh yeah, he already has. <laughs> well, the way the production's going, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? They're all over Homestead now. Oh, Teslas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, everyone that leased them turned the leases in, so now they're selling the leased ones uh, super cheap. So these people are buying Teslas on the cheap. Mm. <laughs> and that's the pro. Well, well, I mean, they're not cheap. They're way cheaper than brand new. But yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that, that affordable Tesla is, is going to be here any day now. It's coming. Well, yeah, it, it is now. coming. I right was at, right after the subway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I like this. This is where we're going all over the place. We got comic books, movie conversations, this is little politics. This is, this is what we do. We just hey, talk shit, man. Danny still hasn't gotten us beers. Yeah, like, Danny. We're still here, oh, man. really? You want to get beer, Danny? I don't. Come on, monkey. Well, closest to the closest. Closest door, bro. Closest door. Okay, you got to call me out. Um, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I'll get it eventually. Just, oh, come on, I'll man. Do <laughs> uh, don't make me get up. I got to walk around the desk. I was like, I'll do it like I, uh, I'm going to watch Pumping Iron it, when right, I get know, to it. You know, when you're going to do something, you got to do it yourself. Hold on. No, no, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. And we're back from the beer break because <laughs> Monkey doesn't want to go get fucking beer. I would have done it eventually. So I got a question for you. Do you, uh, you don't play any instruments, do you? None. Zero musical talent. 
Mm-hmm. I don't sing. I don't play. None of that. Can't dance either. Monkey doesn't have any musical talent either. No, no, no. Actually, no. I take that back. He can rap really oh, fucking good. That doesn't oh, count. Whoa, no, whoa, no, no, whoa. no, no, really no, fucking no, no. good. Wait, 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 wait. I can, I can pair it off like other the whatever Yo, I'm listening to. We were, but like, okay, I, and, so, I, and I can enunciate it, but like, like I don't, I'm not creative whoa, in the slightest. So, I like, don't let, like, don't let that. I've known Monkey for a long time. I found this out recently. We went to. FIU to go to the Trump rally because we were oh, trying yeah. to get people to talk to us. We're, we're going to interview some people oh, for yeah. uh, yes. the podcast. Oh, that's good. Some B from B roll. Yeah, nobody talked to None. us. They, one of, I they even wore my Ronald Reagan shirt. Nobody <laughs> wanted to speak to us. Anyway, I, I had a red shirt on too, but that was, that was completely accidental. Yeah, but like I thought that like I I at least looked uh, friendly to the cause. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so we're in the car. We're in the car. We're leaving, and we're listening to uh, Run the Jewels. If you don't know if you know who they are, no. So. Run the Jewels comes on. This dude nails it. Nails it. Word for word. I'm just singing like, along with the music. On point, <laughs> perfect pronunciation. Like, shit, man. Like, I know some of, the, some of those parts. Like, he go, Killer Mike like, goes insanely fast. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know what he's saying, but I can't say it that fast. This dude nails it, like, well, in I'm between not, sips of fucking I'm coffee. Not, I'm not saying to do it now, <laughs> but at some point I want to hear no, this. No. <laughs> no. It's good. It's really good. I, told him, I, I remember stopping. I'm like, dude. You can rap really fucking good, man. Like, we should be doing something with this. <laughs> no, I don't know. You gotta add some spice, right? You gotta be like a like an intro, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but no, no. <laughs> and then, like and then he said, tells me, he's like, I don't write, I don't write, yeah, I don't write. I'm like, well, I'll like, write it. You say it. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> Come on, shouldn't there be like some intro music for Danny? Should oh, his own no, little no, spot. No, no. I do not do some that. Some sound yeah. graphics, man. Yeah, Just man. for you. <laughs> I got the drum set right there. I know you do. I bust a beat, yo. No, you will not. <laughs> <laughs> I could. No, no. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, so Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. Yes. Dick. Smooth. Smooth. Well, I, I, I was going to ask you, um, like, as, as a lawyer, when you're watching, like, like courtroom stuff on TV, like, 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 how do you... <laughs> I, I'm do you like, like Judge Judy? Oh man! Do you know how much she makes? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, it's it's sick. It's no, it's the dream. Mm. It's the dream. Well, Judge Judy is is county court basically small claims. Yeah, mm. you can actually that's basically what small claims is just without like the without being the, yelled the, at the cameras and the nice <laughs> everybody being so nice to each other. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, here's the thing: like courtroom being in a courtroom is actually very very boring. Ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. even ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So it doesn't really make for good TV or yeah. or movies. So they, you know, they take some licenses. I, I still I still think about that moment. And you guys watched the movie Legally Blonde. Yes, yes. You guys remember when she uh, was studying for the uh, LSAT to mm-hmm. get into Harvard Law? And well, the LSAT is the entrance exam for law schools. Okay. I'm sure you've heard of it. And she's there. And at least when I took it, I don't. Does know it if just it stand for like legal SAT? Or- <laughs> Yes, that's actually probably what it is. I have no idea. (laughs) They didn't put a lot of thought into it. (laughs) I didn't know if it was similar. (laughs) So there's a scene where she starts, like the the top score is like a 180. And there's a scene that she goes, and you guys could actually take the LSAT right now. It's not Mm -hmm. based on legal knowledge. It's a logic exam, actually. It gives you like logic questions and stuff like that. So you take that test and, and that's it? Uh, or I could go to law school. Well, actually, you actually can. If you're in California, you can just go take the uh, bar. You don't have to be. You don't have to have graduated from a law school. You don't have to do anything. You can just Is take that the recommended bar. though. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it without some studying. But <laughs> Cali- do you have the answers to the test? 
Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, can you imagine? Is there any like kind of cheat sheet you can procure that? Is there a quote unquote study guide? Kaplan. I don't even need to like practice. I just want to like like. Uh, I just want to tell people I'm, I'm a lawyer. I just, I'm the, I just want to use the shit out of the Esquire title. <laughs> Oh, I would love to see Danny, how long he would keep that Esquire title. <laughs> as long as I can. Until someone calls me out. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. Yeah, yeah, Legally Blonde. So she's there studying. She's prepping for the test. And she gets like a 116. I don't remember the exact score when she, she first takes the first practice exam. And I remember looking at that and being like, okay. Basically, like I said, it's, it's a logic exam. So it's not a knowledge exam. You can't, you can study for the LSAT, but only for so much, right? It's basically how smart you are and what, how you are good with logic. She goes from a, a 116 to a 178 or something like that, which is genius level, four-year ride to Yale, right? Mm. And I remember looking at that, and I'm like, because I, I was studying for the, for the LSAT during that time, and I was just like... No. What did you get, like a 95? <laughs> no, no. How did I get? I can't even remember what I got on that. It was like 160-something. And um, I will say, though, like if you like Breaking Bad... Mm-hmm. Watch uh, Better Call Sal. Better Call Sal oh, is yeah, actually pretty uh, pretty accurate. Actually, really, yeah, yeah. Better Better Call Sal is pretty accurate. Yeah, it's actually pretty accurate. With that. there used to be, you guys. I don't know. This might be a little before, but you guys remember a show called Homicide? Homicide. It, it used to be a, a, a crime drama, just like uh, like a Law and Order type. Was okay. that Dick Wolf? I don't know if it was Dick Wolf <laughs> or not. That's a great name, by the way. That's the only reason I know. It. I, was, I think you made that name up. <laughs> I don't even know who it is. But it actually was super, super, like, exactly what it's like to be, like, a criminal attorney. Because it, it did the crime drama, but it was boring and didn't survive, right? Yeah. So instead, you got, you know, Law and Order, which, you know. And Ally McBeal. Ally McBeal was great. Oh. <laughs> was it? Ally McBeal was great. A shared bathroom? What would you do with a shared bathroom? Well, I'm not even I'm asking about the show itself. I'm just, I was just saying. Yo, a shared that. bathroom would not fly now. No. Oh, it, would be a, it would be like, can you imagine? <clears throat> oh, God. Well, most of the shows from back then were not like wouldn't be even be on the air oh, right now. Hell no. 80s movies? Are you kidding me? If I put one of most of those 80s movies on no, right now? No, the the best example is uh Blazing Saddles. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> Mel Brooks <laughs> would not, not make it. do that. <laughs> Mel Brooks movies overall, man. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. He would not have a like a, a receptive audience. Okay. What about like Daredevil? Like the, 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 the like I, I'm always curious about like what like an actual professional thinks about like like the fictional way of like they do things. So like uh like I've been watching a lot of um the actual I mean I th- that- of like voice coaches like like watching like rock stuff like music videos for rock songs and stuff and yeah. like like grading like how well they're singing. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently they love Corey Taylor and they love Maynard. <laughs> but uh, anyways. We're back going to back to Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil. What, what was the question with Daredevil? Uh, the, 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 the legal Netflix scenes, series? Like, yeah, Netflix series. The Netflix series. Not, not Season two was pretty good with, not like the, the, with the, Punisher, the Punisher scenes where he was like cross-examining oh, Punisher. Really? And those were actually pretty good. I actually oh, enjoyed they? those. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about not not necessarily accurate, but they were they were fun. <laughs> yeah, they were fun. I was like, from what I've always heard is the you never get the surprise. Like they're not, they're, I mean, they, nobody they, ever admits that. Well, yeah. I would say like there's never uh, from what I was always uh, the Perry Mason moment. Yeah, there's never that moment where like you bring in this surprise piece of evidence because like don't you have to like well, exchange this, this it? thing called discovery, and if you did that, you know, it would be a mistrial. And, <laughs> but so like if so you, if you want to win and you're gonna lose, you can do that. Um, well, it wouldn't be the first time somebody's tried to do something like that, yeah. 
But you know what it is? Is it's you know the Perry Mason moment, right? Where the guy on the stand admits that he did you know kill those six people, and mm-hmm. you know your client is totally innocent. Yeah, that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you can't like trick somebody in the. What if he didn't do it? You just trick him into saying it. Like, well, remember, it's not about if you're a defense in criminal side. It's not about whether or not you're innocent or not. You just have to find the person not guilty. Reasonable doubt, man. Yeah, powerful thing. O.J. Simpson, bro. Yeah, I'm about to remember. Remember, not guilty. Mm. He wrote a book if about. If the glove don't fit, then you must acquit. No, but it's if he had done it. Yeah, yeah. I, I if he wrote the book. If, if he had done it, so that way, if you you know, if he had done it, if this he had is done how it, he would have did it that way. Yeah, it, it, he went into detail. He, from what I was he would have been your neighbor. He would have been your neighbor. He tried to move into your to Pinecrest. Oh yeah, he did. He, he, he moved in. I, I think he did, didn't he? Not the Pinecrest. Uh, he moved over there for down a while. There. He, I, I know think he was in high school. I smoked pot with with somebody from his family that moved in. No, I think. <laughs> I thought like his kids went to like Killian or Ransom or yeah, one some of those shit like fucking that, yeah. yeah. Well, he is he isn't coming down here for a while. He's gotta mm. get parole you know, he's Well yeah, parole. that's cause like he went in uh <laughs> This is like I, I guess this is the only like someone who like has like actually gotten away literally gotten away with murder he's not when, the like only you, one. you think that like oh well yeah. i'm just saying you might <laughs> no. like, like i imagine you get this like mentality where like oh well no they're never going to catch me i got away with fucking murder and so <laughs> and so like like well, when did he, he did it? yeah i was saying like well when when he went uh <laughs> Because what was what wasn't it like? Uh, somebody had a bunch of like memorabilia that like belonged to him. But you know what so, that like, was really about? So he went and showed up with like a bunch of armed dudes and went and got it. Yeah, like, but from, you know what uh, that was really about, though, right? What was that? Okay, so you know that there was a civil case as well. I'm sure you yes, guys know. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, that yeah. he lost. There was a judgment yeah, put against him. But the the Goldman family actually couldn't touch his NFL pension. Mm-hmm. They couldn't touch it. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons why he actually wanted to move into Florida. I'm sure you guys know. Taxes. Yay. Homestead exemption. Florida is a state with a homestead exemption. That means uh, your house, if you own it, and it's your primary residence, nobody can take it from you. They can mm-hmm. take everything else inside of it, hypothetically and theoretically, but they can't take your house. <laughs> so it's one of the reasons he moved here and the taxes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's... That's why LeBron James came down here and took a lower contract because he didn't have to pay taxes on it. (laughs) Teams do it all the time. Teams do it all the time. That's why why big players come down here. Mm -hmm. But that whole thing that happened there in Vegas, Mm -hmm. why he ransacked those people, is because had that stuff, that was all memorabilia, had that stuff gotten out, he would have had to pay the Goldmans out of that money because the judgment is still alive. Have you guys seen the depot, by the way? There's a a taped depot. Because in a civil case... You can't get out of taking a deposition. You can in a criminal case, and you don't have to take the stand, but in a civil case, it's different. And they compelled this deposition, and they did a video depo. And if you, if you Google it and get online, you'll find it. And it's, it's hours and hours of O.J. Simpson being deposed, talking about all this stuff. And it's actually fascinating stuff. Like, the civil case, because it's a, it has different restrictions, stuff like that, is actually some fascinating stuff happened there on the civil side. No, oh, yeah, it comes right up. I'm going to watch that shit later. I'm not. But, uh, <laughs> you ever seen Pumping Iron? Yes. Great. Oh, God. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yes. God. Fuck you, monkey. So we're talking about Schwarzenegger now? And we're going back to Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really more of a fuck you to me because, like, I haven't finished it. But <laughs> all right. So, so our, I will say it's been a while. So, so don't, you know, details they may so be a little fuzzy. Our very first guest on the show was Monkey. <laughs> oh, there you go. And in that show, uh, we talked about Pumping Iron. And I have a, I have two copies of it, and I gave him one, and I was like, "Watch this." He just started. How long ago was this? 
This was this months was ago. The, this is the, the, the very first episode. episode of the, the very first episode of the podcast. And I was like, here, watch this movie. He took it home, and I think he watched it. Started to watch it. What like a couple weeks ago? No, I, I started. <laughs> it was a couple months ago. First, no, of all. it was not. No, yeah, it, it was not because I got, it was, I got uh, pictures. It, it of was it. before. Progression. It, it was before s- Jason's daughter was born. It was sitting so, on the counter, and, and, and then it moved closer to the DVD <laughs> player. And then there's a process. There's a process. So like like what I did was like every time like every like couple days or so I would move it a little closer to the the Blu-ray player that's on my shelf in the living room. And so, like, I would move it a little closer, and I'd take a picture, and I'd send it to him. And I'd move it a little closer, and I'd take a picture, and I'd send it to him. So one day, I sent him a gift file of me putting it in the, the tray <laughs> oh and actually closing it. And so, like... And, and then he tells me... He like, watches, not, he watches not half hour of it and goes, this movie's gay. <laughs> well, I mean... And we, no, we established last podcast, Pumping Iron 2 is gay. Because pumping iron I would two, say, like, didn't uh, didn't another guest of you guys, Zalzer, like like rate it? Uh, no, we're not talking about that. No, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, right, so I'm gonna have to go to the. Uh, I'm is, going to the source for this. Shout out to Alger. He's uh, to, he's our Gmail. He's a gay married libertarian farmer down here. He was on the show. Uh, that's a great guest. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, love that dude. Uh, so we made him watch it for an independent. Uh, judgment of whether it was gay or not and yeah he said it was gay he said it was super gay have you seen hercules no his hercules movie no you should probably watch that (laughs) (laughs) but uh i really don't think alger's uh assessment of the movie is fair because i don't think he's seen pumping iron 2 have you seen pumping iron 2 no it's all females and they're all roided out and they all have clits that are small dicks (laughs) What, what year was that what year did that one come out? So uh, it was a couple st- years after. Oh, so still, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still like way back 70s, when. 70s, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So all these chicks are roided the fuck out. And you know they got fucking enormous clits, which are pretty much just small dicks. So it's just a bunch of fucking chicks with small dicks running around. Oh, that's what you chicks get. Chicks with yeah. dicks. Chicks with dicks. That's gay. <laughs> that's fucking gay. That is. Pumping iron is not gay. No, pumping iron's gay. <laughs> so, I, Danny, after half an hour, you're... Uh, that's your assessment? Well, first of all, you know I can't pay attention to anything for more than like 20 minutes. So the fact that I got through half an hour was, um, no, it was, it just, and I don't even want to say there wasn't much else to it because like I didn't finish it. But like, like the only thing that like I found inspiring in any way was uh, um, Lou Ferrigno. All right. If we're going to talk about this though, we got to talk about this and, and I need to know <laughs> top five Schwarzenegger movies. Oof. Each one of you. Oof. I don't Terminator think 2 I... is number one. Terminator okay. 2 Absolutely. Is a good choice. Okay. Absolutely. Now I know why you cry. <laughs> I love that flick. It's fucking amazing. Okay. It still holds up, too. Absolutely, it does. It's amazing. Honestly, honestly Predator. I, I'm, no, I'm gonna, Predator, I'm, come on, man. Yeah, for sure. Predator. Commando. Oh, okay. I'm a commando guy. If it bleeds, we can kill it. No, of course. Commando, I'll, I'll like, I'm with you here. Commando. I know I'm going to deviate here on number Twins. three. Nope, and we've, we've gone cop. off the reservation. Kinder, kindergarten, kindergarden cop, cop is good. Kindergarten, kindergarten cop, is cop is number three. But twins is off because <laughs> twins is not twins off. Twins is fucking no. great. Hilarious. I was not, just say, I, that, it's not a top five. It's not a top five. It's not. A I was going to say like mine. Wow. Mine is going to okay, be eraser. Uh, um, okay, total okay. recall and total recall. True lies. Come on. True lies is great. Okay, uh, okay so come on. I used to be in the Marines, and uh-huh. I I worked on aviate bees, which is the Harriers. Uh, the planes in my unit were the ones they used in that movie and the guys that were in when they shot that movie have a picture 
you know, they all lined up with Arnold, and then the, the, they used three different jets inside of the film. So all three jets are lined up. All the guys that were in the unit, and Arnold was there. Hmm. And I missed that shit by like ten years. But oh. fuck, that would have been awesome. Fuck, ten years. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Come on, man. So look, you there's, got there's okay. too many good. Was, all right, so there we got, there's got to be some. Some, I agree with movies, but like, can't uh, do, hold like on. there's got to be some that are definitely in the top five no, for everybody, uh, right? Predator, Predator, Predator for sure. Terminator Two, Commando um, for me, but I. I Commando was a good one. I, I honestly, I loved Kindergarten Cop. That was my shit. I like twins. Like th- there's so many quotables. I'm not from Kindergarten Cop. The, the moment in Twins where Danny DeVito realizes he's just the leftover junk <laughs> is so fucking. Oh yeah, like uh, when the guys <laughs> like oh, the, all the all the good genes we gave to Julius, and then whatever's left over was that we made you. And the look <laughs> on his face, it was just like. Oh wow, this is fucking great! Uh, it's like, oh, this sucks, but it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm, I got, I got to do a quick look here because I want to make sure I'm okay. Conan, man. Oh, I was yeah, just Conan. gonna say Conan, yeah, Conan the Barbarian, Conan, man. Uh, maybe like, I was like, not so much Conan that is. Uh, what was what about, this? What about Jingle it, All the Way, bro? Look, the, ori- way was the original great. Terminator is, you know, still pretty strong. No, the original Terminator is pretty good. Actually, uh, I have the official movie poster from it. That's that's pretty sweet. amazing. Love that um, thing. Wife won't let me put it up in the house because apparently I decorate too much. No, <laughs> well, hell. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it. But yeah, no. it, it's it's hard to decide between Arnold movies. But I, I, I think the ones we can always agree on are Terminator 2 and Predator. At the very least. At the very least. Predator's amazing. Predator's a fucking great movie. I remember my cousins like making me watch it when I was like like four just to see if it would scare me. Like, I just got into it. Oh, <laughs> man. It makes I, for- me- I forgot about Last Action Hero. Oh, <laughs> what was a toy? Uh, Last Action Hero. No. Was, that was a good oh. not when he was a toy. It's no, when no. he jumped no, through. He was, through a, he was a, the movie, movie star. He was a movie star. Game, like, and then yeah. the, whole, the whole scene, then you see the scene where it's the Terminator 2 cut out, but it's Stallone instead of Schwarzenegger. Mm. <laughs> and he's trying to tell him, no, this is supposed to be you. You know what's funny? So, uh, you ever see the movie with Stallone? It was Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Yes. Oh, I love that one. So, Arnold faked interest in that movie just to get Stallone to do it. Oh, what a dick. (laughs) The only reason Stallone took that role is because Arnold said he wanted it. They came to Stallone first and he signed it so Arnold couldn't do it, but Arnold didn't want to do it. Oh, that great. is awesome, dude. The future governor of California did a, a, a power move. Yeah, I fucking love that guy. Well, he does that shit all. He did that shit all his life, like working out and shit. Like he fucked with people constantly. Dude's a G. Yeah, that was like his thing. <laughs> oh, Last Stand. Did you guys see Last Stand? Yes, that was a good one too. Oh, End of Days. End of Days was great. Uh, or at least he was great in it. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if I would call the whole movie a good movie. Uh, I should thought what what's, what's the actor's name that played the devil? What was his? Uh... Oh oh oh! You know okay. So this movie, uh, Big Red told me to watch, uh, Killing Gunther. Never heard no, of it. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, no one's heard of it. It's got Arnold in it. Great fucking movie! Holy shit! And not even just because he's in it, but like, fuck, he does great in it. But fuck, that movie is good. What's it about? What's the general? What's the general thing? I can't give oh, it away. Oh, it's like a new movie. Yeah, it came out in 2017. Okay. I can't I can't tell you about it. You need to you just have to watch it. It gets it's way it, you have to pay attention. Don't be fucked up when you watch it. It's oh, one of those fuck. one of those mind fuck movies. Oh, okay. All it's right. great. Fuck it is great. Is it a Netflix type of thing or uh I don't think it was on Netflix. I think I saw it on Amazon. 
I think I got. I think I I, I bought it. I think it was like seven or eight bucks. Like it was right. it was bottom barrel price, but it was amazing. <laughs> I forget he was Mister Freeze. I blocked oh that my out. god, that's right. Yeah, I blocked that out. I thought that like uh, worse. What are you talking about? He had the best puns <clears throat> in that movie. He oh. did, but that movie was a turd. <laughs> he, had the be- he was the best part of that flick, besides the nipples. He was. And that, that's the sad <laughs> the part. Nipples. Because uh, like, like he was totally not supposed to be someone like that. Or at least uh, that's how about not you how- guys cool off. <laughs> 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 oh man, it's great. <laughs> I was like, because like I, I, I imagined uh, that would be like another Patrick Stewart role. Where when I was what? thinking. I'm sorry. I, when, I, when I was thinking of like uh, the the people that would play like uh, certain bad guys, like Patrick Stewart would have been a great fucking Mister Freeze. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Oh. He at very least looks the part more than fucking Arnold. I like it's like I'm always imagining the one from uh, the animated series, and like he was like kind of like that is uh, the- skinny and cerebral and everything that came out of that the animated series is like it was fucking brilliant, was amazing. So I got a question for you. You like you like metal music? <clears throat> no, I like it's not that I don't like metal music. It's that I don't know much about music. Period. Okay. Any type. So there's there's a metal band called As I Lay Dying. Uh, their lead singer had a side project called Austrian Death Machine. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't really a band. He it was really just him singing in an Arnold voice. No. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh no, it's amazing. Uh, and he, I assume he's not Austrian. No, 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 no. He's, he's from like California, I think. Uh, American dude. Or maybe he might be, I think he's like half Mexican or some shit. But uh, anyway, point is that uh, they put out an album called Total Brutal. And all the song names are like lines from Schwarzenegger flicks. So no shit. They have one called Get to the Chopper. Uh, oh, if it Jesus. bleeds, we can kill it. I'm a cybernetic <laughs> organism living tissue over a metal endoskeleton. Like... You know, that reminds me of is uh, they wrote the album in like two days, and like he just had a <clears> bunch <throat> of guest musicians from like all these like hardcore metal bands. Oh, that's from awesome! All, all these famous dudes show up and just record parts, and then he put it all together, and it's a <laughs> it's a maze balls. <laughs> that kind of it's reminds amazing. me of his uh, it's a maze balls. One of the very uh, the really really early episodes of Aqua Teen Hunger Force where uh, the Moon Knights get the uh, the foreigner belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like, it, it's like, show. yeah. So like, uh, have the first four seasons on DVD. Yeah, I actually have the season one. It was autographed by uh, Dana Snyder. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you think yeah. late and that would be on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just remember, um, what was the green one's name? Like Nick Knocked or something like that. Yeah. And then like, uh, can you see this? Yeah. I hope you see <laughs> yeah. this. I'm doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just love like we have the foreigner belt and like oh we, uh, and then like Frylock will shoot his laser eyes and he's like well feel your eyes with double vision and then like he can't shoot his lasers right because he sees two of everything. <laughs> <laughs> like how do you like it when you're cold as ice and then like freezes Carl into a big block of ice? <laughs> the, the episode where they did the quiz show like the trivia show in the, in the sports bar. Yeah, oh, that was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that I, still, was I still think about that episode. I like, I'm like the one so where uh, MCP pants, MCP pants, mm-hmm. and uh, the one yeah. where uh, Getty Lee. No, yeah. Oh, but I was saying say, when, there's uh, a flying guitar outside. It's Getty Lee. Close the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, with, uh, I think it's Carl. He's like uh, like trying to sell his house because it's bleeding. So he's trying to sell it oh, to Glenn Danzig. Yeah, Danzig shows up. <laughs> I want the fucking blood in the fucking, fucking robot. House. Better get here and blow my fucking blood. <laughs> 
It was so fucking great. Just, uh, which one was it? I think the one with uh, Zach Wild shows up because oh, he wants where, to write. Uh, they he write make a new, the birthday song. Yeah, he makes a new I birthday still send song. that to people on their birthdays uh, on Facebook. Yeah, he makes, <laughs> makes a new birthday song and Zach He's Wild like, rips. I think you sent it to me on my birthday. I probably did. I think you did. Happy Spirit <laughs> well, Anniversary it's a Spirit formation. Journey Formation yeah. Anniversary. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, it had Getty Lee on vocals and Zach Wild on guitar. Yeah. So I'm guessing this isn't a sports crowd, huh? Um, I like the heat. Yeah, I have. I, would a, say I, I like the teams, but like I don't follow. I have a vast array of yeah collection of heat hats. Yeah, They're very nice. I like the Miami Vice stuff, man. The oh, Vice, the Vi- oh, yeah, the Vice stuff the, is shit. Is the shit. Man. My favorite one, um, actually, I think it's out on the, the table. It's a uh, red on red with the logo. Mm. Love that shit. So good. The Heat have a nice jerseys. Like the Marlins used to have the nice pinstripes stuff like oh, that. Oh, see, I actually like the new Marlins look. I don't know, um, man. Like the old, it looks the, like the original Marlins the, the, look was the, so my, nice, man. Oh, no, no. They're not going to beat the old, like, clean, Florida Marlins teal and black, but, like, um, like the new... Miami subs. Yeah. yeah. The Miami subs. That is what it is. It's the Miami subs, like, colors. That is what it is. Exactly what it is. Well, no. Uh, I think Pitbull owns that now. Does he? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was it say? Because... Like, because Miami Subs took that from the old Miami Arena. Is it like like the the way Miami spelled and cursive like that. That's how it used to say it in the on the Miami Arena. I'll say it, the one thing I'll remember forever for Miami Subs is being in high school and seeing that you can buy a four hundred dollar bottle of Dom Perignon in Miami Subs, and always thinking, this Why? seems like I don't understand. <laughs> Just don't because get it. rich people get Why? drunk and show up here and they want more like, booze. It was like I was like, Why am I? And this was you know. This is when four hundred dollars even more back, you know, like four hundred dollar bottle of Dom Perignon. I was like, why? Like it never made sense to me. Four hundred dollar bottle. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? So I, w- I usually wear a hat all the time, and I always wear the heat hats, right? And uh, we go to places like you know Boca, Orlando, St. Augustine, all over Florida. People know what that is. I walk in somewhere, and they won't ask us where we're from. They're obviously we're obviously tourists, but they'll always they'll be like, oh, you guys are from Miami? Yeah. So we went up to Georgia recently. We went to Savannah, and uh, beautiful place. I love it there. It was great. Everyone kept asking us where we were from, where we were from, and I got the big fucking heat logo right here. <laughs> like, well, from Miami. Oh, I should have looked at your hat. <laughs> <laughs> they really said that, huh? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. 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 Say, when I was in Hawaii, I had the. I had a white hat with like Miami written in pink, like over. <laughs> so like everyone was like, "Oh, you're from Miami." That's all. There'd be all there. <laughs> the conversation starts and well, I have the problem because I'm I'm from Chicago. I was born in Chicago, right? But the uh, Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. <laughs> greatest SNL skit of all time. But, mm. but like, I wear Chicago stuff, so it's like I go all over the place, and I I, I can get away with not being a Miami guy. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Is that why you like the Cubs? Yeah, because nobody there. really likes the Cubs, dude. Oh I'm, no, brother! <laughs> oh no! Now see, now what you're doing? Now the Cubs see, again. No, now are the Cubs still a team? Is that still a thing? Yeah, well, they're sure? still. Yeah, they've won 90 plus games now. Yeah, yeah they're, they're still getting into the playoffs. How about the Marlins? Who the fuck are the Marlins? Yeah, the do fo- they have a first baseman yet? They're <laughs> the Miami Marlins now. Just yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so I used to be really into baseball, and when I was, uh, we didn't have the Marlins yet. And uh, so the closest team was Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are Braves and fans because they were also the only team on TV. Yeah. And look, TBS, Ted Turner, he owned Atlanta. Yep. Well, I lived in Augusta for a while, and my grandfather, the company he worked for, used to have uh, the Skybox tickets. 
So once a year, we'd go check out a game and go to the locker room, and I'd get to meet dudes. So I met Steve Avery. Wow. I met Tom Glavin, John Smoltz. So this is early uh, 90s. Yeah, mm. during the fucking heyday, you know. We yeah, were yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to every World Series and losing all of them. Except but one. You got one. We got one. You got got one. one. And they, it was... Uh, my dad is a Yankees fan. and That's tough. Yeah, and... Why is he a Yankee? Uh, I, I, I don't know why he is, but point being that, you know, so first half of the 90s, you know, Braves are rocking and rolling. Oh, yes. And, and they, then, they became the self-proclaimed, you know, team of the 90s. And then the Yankees came to town. And the, the true, and, they became the true team of the 90s. Yeah. And my dad likes to, he used to like to shove it in my face all the time. How about the fucking Braves? <laughs> yeah, whatever, old man. I, I was actually. 14 uh, division titles, one World Series. That's I actually, actually when I, I stopped watching baseball. I hope that my friend was like uh, appreciative of like uh, the effort that I went to to, to make him feel better. Because like uh, our buddy Isaac is a, uh, is a big um, Red Sox fan. Shout out to Isaac. And, um. And so, like, when they were in the playoffs, I literally cheered for whatever team that, like, was against them. Just so, like, because, like, I know it, it's more uh, satisfying when your team wins. You can talk shit to the person next to you. <laughs> so, so it's not like you really care. No, I don't care. You I don't give a shit about friend. baseball. And I, just, <laughs> I don't know if that's but, like, when I the Cubs like, won. I just was. Yeah, but I was had nothing like, to do with any of that. It no, was just no, that the Cubs won. I'm just going, well, that's because, like, <laughs> yeah, that's cause they didn't. They had, I didn't care about They didn't won for, like, 100 years before that, didn't they? 108, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> I was just saying, but like, because uh, like, uh, we would go to a bar. Like he'd want to go out. Like every time, like there was a, a Red Sox game, like towards the end of the season. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll go with you, even though I don't give a fuck about baseball. But then I'd be like, I'd sit down, I'm like, let's go Yankees, and he'd like look at me like I'm like the biggest dickhead in the world. <laughs> and then like he would like be like, you see the fucking Red Sox? I'm like, dude, I'm like, shit. I, the, <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing this for you. I really, I really feel like the Yankees represent. Represent everything that is wrong with professional baseball. Well, um, Yank- apparently, and the Red uh, Sox now because the Red Sox are the Yankees. What's his name? The the very Miami documentary maker, uh, Billy Corbin, the yeah, one yeah. who did uh, Coking Cowboys. He just did another one um, about like the steroid thing, and it's really centered on uh, Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, so- <laughs> he actually Billy Corbin had a great. You guys know who Dan Lebetard is? Mm-hmm. Sports guy down here. Yeah, he does. He's doing this new podcast called South Beast Sessions. Okay, and he put David Sampson, the ex president of the Marlins, and Billy Corbin together. Oh, to talk Jesus about that Christ. whole deal, and it was. Honestly, one of the best podcasts I've ever heard in my life. Now it has it, they talk a lot about boring shit like the bonds mm-hmm. and all that stuff and what happened, but you could tell like the animus was real and it was oh, bet. it was fun, man. It was a fun podcast. It was like it when was uh, I forget who it was. I want to say it was Lebetard when um, when Nick Saban went to Alabama and like he like like the day before he said I am not taking that Alabama job. Yeah, one of the great lines uh, in sports history. Yeah, <laughs> and then he. Uh, What's it called? He, they were doing like some press conference thing, and they were like having people call in and like say something did nice. He take to, the Alabama job? Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Who's this Nick Saban you yeah. speak of? And so, uh, my, like, isn't that the Power Ranger guy? Yeah, that's right. He had some yeah. like somebody actually got through and be like, "Hey, I, I heard you weren't taking the Alabama <laughs> job," and, and like, like he was on TV and be like, "Oh, we'll just go to the next caller and." I'm pretty sure that guy did Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, something like that. 
He's making a lot more money now. Yeah. You know, they paid off his house, the provost for Alabama. Really? Jesus agreed to Christ. pay off his house. Can you imagine being Nick Saban in Alabama? Though? How much clout do you have? Like, does like that guy me? pay for a meal? Like, if he walks into a restaurant, right? You know, like, it's no. a different conversation. He's like, he probably didn't even have a reservation. To like, But I am curious. So you said you lived in Augusta. Yes. You, you ever watch the Masters? <sighs> <laughs> it's on my bucket list. That's the only reason I'm asking. Yes. Okay. So, and it's quite funny. So, uh, me and my sister-in-law share the same birthday. So uh, me, the sister-in-law, the wife, uh, wife's cousin, and her, their, all their husbands, whatever, we, we went to Top Golf. And being from Augusta, it is mandatory that you play golf. I, I would assume so. So everyone gets golf lessons. It's just a thing everyone does there. It's mm-hmm. fucking weird. Like, I have no doubt in my mind. I, so I moved there, and I was already in like third or fourth grade, and I was from here. And we get up there, and everyone's like, yeah, we're going to go play golf. I'm like... Who the fuck does that? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? I never, never had any interest in golf until I was already an adult. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, like the the middle school and high school kids are playing fucking golf. But yeah, so I learned how to play golf. Uh, I'm not very good at it, but I'm decent. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, so we go to Top Golf. I haven't touched a club in years. My brother in law plays golf all the time, and uh, we go there. And uh, have you ever been to Top Golf? Not yet. I'm dying to go. Though. It's actually really fucking fun. They got oh, it set yeah. up like bowling. So you put your name on the computer screen. Everyone has a turn and the balls have chips in them. Right. So there's nets all out there and they're different colors and you can set up different games and uh, you get points for the color holes you hit <clears> and how close you hit it to the hole and shit. And uh, so, you know, I go out there and start wailing and just, oh, I can hit that net. That's not that fucking <laughs> that's not that hard. All right. Yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Five in a row. Like. Right in the fucking net every no. time. Yeah, just start what, what nailing. Was it three hundred yards? Uh, I think the I think the first one I I was aiming because I hadn't touched a while. I think the first one I was going for was like hundred yards. So I just started nailing mm-hmm. it, right? So I do my first five shots, and then everyone's kind of like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's not that hard." Whatever. <laughs> everyone else goes up and misses everything, right? <laughs> so then right. I take I I go up and I'm like, "All right, let me try the two hundred. So I'm, I'm getting pretty good. At, I'm not getting the inner ring on the two hundred, but I'm I'm getting there. I'm like, all right, I can do the 200. I was like, well, let me try the 300. And I missed massively. I'm like, all right, I'll stick to the one and two. Just stick to there. And yeah, I was like, I hooked too much to, to yeah. actually get some distance. Next thing, next thing you know, I'm like, wait, I'm like ahead of everybody by like 150 points. Like, it's not even fun. Yeah. I'm like, all right. The, the last one, I'm like trying to just see how far I can fucking hit it. Like, I'm not even like trying to aim it. At, <laughs> well, like the nets. thing, I, uh, one of the things I, I, learned, I come to understand about golf is like um, nobody's good at it. So you just like it's okay to just go play. You have moments where you're good. Just yeah, nobody's no. consistently yeah. well, see, good. And then it was funny. So I went and played with uh, first time I went I went with Jason Brown and his dad, mm-hmm. and they play golf. And when I went with them, I fucking lost miserably, miserably. Fuck, it was bad. Like his, an actual game, or do you? Uh, no, we went to oh, top, top golf. Yeah, oh, okay. and his his dad was amazing. Mm-hmm. Fuck, he was good. Usually, old people are. I don't know. It's a thing. Well, he's and he's been playing golf for a long time too. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. he he just got up there and made it look fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you can see our buddy Jason was getting frustrated because he kept right. slicing the fuck out of everything. Yep. <laughs> I was, that, that's gonna be me when I go to play. That might have been because we, you know, we started at nine o'clock in the morning, and as soon as we got to his house, we were doing shots. And <laughs> <laughs> showed up there, buzzed. <laughs> like, I play better actually. When, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, There's I have. like this sweet spot. So you've between been to the like, Masters. I have. Yes, that's amazing. Jeez, what I year have. did you go? Uh, I think it was. Uh, this is a big deal. Ninety-six or ninety-seven, I think. Well, like so sixth grade, Tiger. Yeah, um, I was 
uh, I wasn't at the tournament, but I was in the city when he won. When he won the first one? Yeah. My mother, uh, and before he won that, it's crazy, because so the, the club there, before he won, uh, still did not allow, allow women to play or black people. You had to be fucking white. Mm. Not even kidding. Like, that was still a women fucking thing. Women started... Condoleezza Rice was the one of the first women allowed to play to that, be a that, member of Augusta. Like that was that was a fucking thing still. Yeah, I believe it. Like, and well, I remember being Georgia. a little and I remember being a little kid there, and I remember my mother telling me that, and I remember thinking, why? Like that doesn't make any fucking sense, <laughs> mind you. Uh, I say from here, from I'm from fucking like I, most of my life or the beginning of my life, I'd grown up in Homestead on was like two ninety sixth Street and one hundred fifty second Avenue, <laughs> like. We were the only white family on the block. <laughs> so we moved to Georgia where everyone's white. Like there's the token black kid at school that gets bust in, you know, cause he lives too far away. But, uh, yeah, I remember my mother telling me that like, yeah, they don't let black people or, or women play on that course. And I was like, why? Who cares? It's an amazing, and they're still fighting the woman thing. You know, they mm. just, yeah. are they really, they really are. They, they actually like, um, like Condoleezza Rice and a few other women actually become members, but they haven't completely opened up membership yet. It's you know, what, you know, it's funny. My mother, crazy. my mother played on that course. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I went with her. We were there at like two o'clock in the morning. We hopped the fence. And <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. This happened. Yeah. I would have done that. Yeah. We hopped the fence and uh, yeah, played around. That was awesome. And then ran away. <laughs> you know, they have public days now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's different now. It's, they have public but, days now. Like it's like. I don't remember what it is, but you got to like set it up. And of course, getting it in is like impossible. You know, it is what it is. Yo, know, that when we, when we first moved to Augusta, I didn't realize that was when I learned what racism was. That's hmm. when I learned what inclusion was. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't just racism. Like, yeah. Cause we're really not, cause we were, we're not the, Southern here. Like, no, like, we're, we're not. not we're yeah. Not, not it's, in the it's really bit. just inclusions and it's locals versus everyone else. Mm-hmm. And, we were not from there, so we got no love. And the only reason we got anything we did was because my grandfather was part of the, the, the local little uh, uh, clubhouse deal. Uh, like the, not the Shriners, it was something else. Juanis or some Some bullshit. Mm. Rotary Club. Rotary Club type shit. The only reason why. Mm. And, and I've talked about it before in the podcast. I did 23 of me. It doesn't get wider than me. Right? <laughs> yeah. I am 100%. European, like there, it, there's no deviation there at all. <laughs> yeah. I am all the whites combined. No, 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 and I was on the outs. All right, it's nothing to do about ra- like racism is part of it, but that's not the main thing. Where else have you? Where were you stationed? Where you were? Uh, I was stationed in North Carolina, uh, in uh, Havelock at Cherry Point. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah. Did you ever see action? Did you have to uh, ever have to go abroad? I did. Yeah, I was in from 2002 to 2007. Uh, wow. Good times. Yeah, those were some interesting years. Yeah, had a blast. Did some <laughs> stuff. So right after 9-11, did you go in because of 9-11? No, I had uh, signed up beforehand, and then uh, the beginning of my senior year, right before that, and then uh, basically burned all my bridges and didn't apply to anything else because I was like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. It's cool. I'm good. I'm set. I just got to pass. <laughs> <laughs> Set the bar real low. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, I remember walking in. I walked into guitar class, and uh, who I, you, you know Jay Z, right? No, John Zaytrock. He was one of the guests on our show. He has the record for the longest podcast, by the way. And I'll never forget it. I walk into guitar class, and uh, I had skipped school that morning, 
to go to Best Buy to pick up the new Slayer album. God <laughs> hates us all because it came out that morning. Picked it up, went back to school. First class I'm walking into is guitar class. Everyone's sitting there staring at the TV, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I walk in, and Jay-Z's like, still, still ready to join the Marines? And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't I? And he's like, <laughs> points at the TV, and I look up, and it's smoking. And he's like, a plane hit it. And I'm like, all right, so some asshole can't fly. So what? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then a second plane hits, and I'm like, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a thing. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm gonna go do this. That thing. definitely changed the. Uh, <laughs> that definitely changed boot camp. I assume. <laughs> nah, same thing. We, uh, I do remember. So I, I was in Paris Island when we went into Iraq uh, initially because uh, our drill instructors woke us up that night at like midnight, and they were super hyped and <laughs> ranting and raving about all kinds of crazy shit and. We're going to Iraq right now. We're in. <laughs> Our brothers and sisters are there. Da, 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 da. You're going to go as soon as you graduate. Really? Like, is that happening? <laughs> is that going to... Is that going to... I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. You signed a contract. Basically. You know, there was... Um, not too long ago, I saw like um, an advertisement for the Marines, and the Marine drill instructor was on, and they were talking about how the Marine drill instructor will never insult a person, will never insult... will never curse... Uh, will only yell if necessary and that it's all about respect and things like that. And I looked at it and I was like, I've never been in the Marines, so I don't know what that's like. So I don't know if that's true. Sounds I'm, accurate. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's what it was saying. I was like, I've never done it, but obviously this is not, not everything is platoon, right? Or, or full metal jacket. So mm. I'm not going to lie. Full metal jacket is an amazing fucking flick. And that shit, that shit was so accurate. Like, down to the color of the fucking walls and really like boot camp looks just like that like the way the squad bay was when they're all in all the racks <clears throat> it looks exactly the same mm-hmm. as when I went through and I know that's not Paris Island that's actually filmed out in uh, I think it was San Diego was it San Diego? I thought yeah. it was Paris Island no they filmed it in San Diego I think oh. but the color schemes everything exactly the same like it's pretty spot on. They don't do a lot of the, like the whole part where he's like choke yourself. They don't do that shit anymore. Mm. They do other things. They because uh, uh, they're not allowed to physically harm anybody. So what they do is they just PT you to death. Like, no, oh, you'll be a dick. Let's still run laps, asshole. Or, I, I have a friend who actually an attorney graduated law school with me, and he was an attorney for whatever amount of time it was and years. He was an attorney for years, and then one day he was like. I want to join. And he went in complete bottom level infantry. Didn't go into uh, uh, officer school. Didn't do any of it. He didn't go He didn't go officer? He's already got a college degree. What the he fuck's wrong with him? Everybody told him? Everybody told him the same thing. And he went idiot. straight infantry. And now, he tr- now after, he's trying now to get into like the drag program and stuff like that. But so to get a commission? He's not. Fucking not, idiot. And, and it's not happening for him. It's not going to happen. Hmm. It's not gonna. He happen. He went through the whole thing. He went through boot camp. He went. He graduated. He. So there's okay. So there's there's boot camp for the enlisted guys, and then if you be if you're trying to go officer, there's OCS, it's officer candidate school, mm-hmm. and it's a whole. It's basically the same thing as boot camp, but to be an officer, you have to go to OCS. So he's gonna do it again, and it's really hard to go from enlisted to officer. Extremely hard. Everybody, I, we had a bunch of people that, that I had friends that were, you know, did, did, were in the military. Everybody talked to him and he wanted to do it his way. Got to respect it. it. 
Shout out to Ricky. Shout out to Ricky. There are, we call them Mustangs because they're wild horses. The guys that, we, that were enlisted that become officers. And most of them that I met uh, had been enlisted for a while, got out, and then came back as officers. There's not too many you run into that were enlisted and then just became officers. It, it, it's, it's really hard to do. They don't like to do that. He also met a girl while he was doing this whole thing. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Got married. Oh, 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 no. oh Good he's, for him, man. He's a, he's a statistic. He's a statistic. He's a happily married man now. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> for now. <laughs> I married him. You know what the you know what the, the divorce rate is in the military? Nah, it's not gonna be that bad. Can't be as bad as law school. You know what the divorce rate is in, milita- in the military? First ter- for first term enlisted uh, military members, it's something like seventy five or eighty <laughs> percent, and then second term is is still above sixty. Third term I think is in the fifties, and then uh, your fourth fourth contract is when it gets below fifty, I believe. <laughs> like we went on deployment and. I remember our, our first overseas deployment. We came back. We had guys that were married 15, 16 years that were getting divorced. Mm. Yeah. Wow. But it's a tough. It's a strain on a marriage, right? It's got to be. Oh, absolutely. I and mean, you're is. gone. You're not there. Especially for a, uh, a first-term Marine. You go, you're basically marrying whoever from back home. Bringing her to fucking buttfuck Egypt, Havelock, North Carolina, where there's one goddamn streetlight. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, I'll be back in seven months. The fuck do you think's going to yeah, happen? yeah. That's how you get Jody. <laughs> you know what Jody is? Nope. Jody is a generic name for whoever your wife is fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a girl or a guy. Girl or a guy. Jody. <laughs> it's Jody. It's Jody. <laughs> I knew this. There's this one guy in my unit, this poor motherfucker. He was about as dumb as they come. Like, when you think fucking retard Marine, that was this guy. He was a fucking retard. This poor dude. This guy decides to get married. Like we knew we were getting ready to go to go to uh, Iraq. We knew it. It was it was our turn to deploy because there's a deployment cycle. Our turn was coming up. It was, we were probably like four or five months out. He decides to get married for this chick from back home, right? And everybody told him like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that." Because like, one, we knew he was retarded. Two. He had never talked about this girl previously. He goes home on leave. He comes back. I'm going to get married. Wow. Oh, God. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Then we find out she's got, I think it was two kids. Not his, obviously. Uh, They're legally his now. Uh, Without telling anybody, like a couple weeks before we deploy, he adopts her kids. Wow. Full adoption, too. Yeah. Adopts her kids. Uh... So we come back from deployment. Nobody's there to pick him up. She's not there. Oh, Jesus. We take this guy to his house. It is no longer his house. His cars are not there. His things are not there. She sold it? Yes. Sold everything. (coughs) Maxed out the credit cards. Emptied the bank account. He's got fucking nothing. And now they get divorced and he winds up paying alimony and child support. For kids that aren't fucking his. Jesus. Yeah. I think that was the best thing I ever did for myself was I made a, I made a rule early on. Uh, no long-term girlfriends. Definitely no fucking marriage. <laughs> it's tough, man. And there's 
there are literally predators. They, they, I've they, heard that. I've heard that there's women out there that in these towns where... Oh, absolutely there are. Absolutely. They know, and, and here's this, they're usually brats, like military brats, or they're fucking from the locals there, and they know the base, and they know that if a dude from the base gets married, they get extra money, and if they get divorced, that extra money keeps going to them. Yeah. It's an interesting system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it is... We are, like, the military members and a base in a small town are the fucking prey. Fucking prey. And those those chicks are the predators. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you think that these girls are going around and having these conversations and premeditated thoughts about... Oh, absolutely. Hook, hooking these guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. 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 I had a chick tell me one time... Uh, I ran. Uh, she was cute. I, w- I was taking my buddy to the bank. We roll up to the bank, and she know she knows shit just happened to be going there too with a friend. And they were in line like like four or five people ahead of us, and they uh, they were waving at us at the stop signs or the stoplights and shit when we were getting there, and you know flirting back and forth like hey hey hey. So they go do their business. They leave. We get to the counter, do our stuff. We go to leave, and she left her number on my car. Right, so I call, and we talk. We talked for probably like twenty, thirty minutes, and then like five minutes in the com- like ten minutes in the conversation, she's like, "Oh, you know, I just, I just really like Marines. I always knew I wanted to, <laughs> to be with a Marine." And I was kind of like, "Um, I gotta go. Um, yeah, okay, bye." <laughs> I just it was, predators, man, fucking predators. What is the uh, honey pots, right? Whatever. There was plenty of Navy girls to go around. I didn't need to go get a predator. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing in the Marines. Navy, goods are, Navy girls are good for troop morale. <laughs> <laughs> just... your, your face right now is why we need video. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I don't have the context, so I'm like, you know. When when you say Navy girls, you mean actually girls from the Navy? Yeah, <laughs> Navy girls, man, love them. Girls to join the Navy. Yeah, total sluts. They usually banging the Navy dudes, but then the Marines come around. Ooh, <laughs> they're not trying to get married. <laughs> That's a good time. Usually, the hottest chicks join the Air Force. Oh yeah. Well, isn't it right that the smart people join the Air Force, uh, something like that? Not always. I, you'd be surprised. There are a lot of smart dudes that uh, actually join the Marines. I would believe it, actually. I was I was actually really impressed. They're they're not all retards, but I feel like I feel like I'm an anomaly because I didn't really. Everyone always has this like this story like, oh, I always wanted to be a Marine, or my dad was a Marine, or this is something I've always wanted to do with my life. I joined because my old man kicked me out of the house and. I literally walked over to the recruiting branches and that was the only one open. <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck the Marine Corps was. I didn't have a clue. I walked in and was like, yeah, let's do this. Whatever, man. So if they were all open, which one do you have done? I don't know. Probably the Army because it's a... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say now. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. Look, I, looking back, I don't know. I'm glad I did the Marines though because, I don't know, it helped me get myself together. But... Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a. I didn't have like this lifelong agenda. Fun. I had no idea what the fuck I was getting myself into. Hey, so often in life, shit just happens. Yeah, 
I have, I have two great things I just kind of stumbled into that I, I didn't know what I was doing. One was joining the Marine Corps. The second was getting married. Like, those those two things that were one, those... Oh. Like... How did you stumble <laughs> into getting married? <laughs> well, it's not that I stumbled getting in, getting married. It just... Uh, being with my wife is pretty awesome. And it, was, it, it, it turned out to be a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Kind of like joining the Marines. <laughs> How about you, Danny? Me? No, I don't know. I, I I usually just go. That's usually how I do things anyway. So like, it, it's hard to to pinpoint. Like like even for me, like joining the army was just something I did. Like I, I never felt that I, I belonged there culturally. It was just like okay, I signed the contract. I just got to finish this shit. And then um, oh, I definitely belonged in the Marines. Yeah, no, absolutely, I did. Well, Danny <laughs> but, was patching people up. Yeah, but like. Like even then, like I was, you know, did working in a hospital. I did the same shit like a uh, like some nurse would have done down here. So like I, I don't even, I I left with like I'm not gonna say no stories. How so many asses but, like, did you wipe? <laughs> no, I didn't do that. All of them. No. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like I I don't know if I had like any. So you're from Chicago. I'm gonna cut no, you no, off. no, go ahead. Go you're ahead. from Chicago. Born. Yep. How long you been in Miami? I was like seven, basically seven? my whole life. So you've been to, you've been to the winery in Homestead, right? Absolutely. <laughs> which right. wine, which winery is that? Uh, Snebley's. Yeah, I've actually been to the southernmost. That's the southernmost winery in the continental United States. I've been to the southernmost winery in the in the entire United States in Hawaii. Did you go to that one, Danny? Winery? No. Yeah, it was <laughs> it's a, probably not as good as Snebley's, but you know, I don't know. I got to tell you, man, that that <laughs> I, I don't have a sweet tooth, so that sweet wine, not my thing. We just always plug Schnebley's every episode. We don't get paid for it yet, but <laughs> we just keep doing it. Well, the beer is actually pretty good. So. The beer is pretty good. And they have that awesome, mm-hmm. like, that, that area in the back, that, like, barn type thing. That's great. Yeah. I was going to Schnebley's. This is, you know, not to, well, whatever. It's, when it was a trailer? Yeah. Literally nothing but a trailer <laughs> and wow. dirt roads. And, I, and back then, nobody went to that place. Yeah. And I, I would go um, all the time because I just it was cool to just the whole wine experience. And I would go all the time. And people don't believe me. And I'm like, it was a trailer. It was a trailer. And it was a dirt. And it was a dirt. That's <laughs> it what was it dirty. was. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was. That's what it was, yeah. man. That's exactly 100% what you it was. You didn't take your Lexus out there. Nah, <laughs> man. This whole wedding pictures thing. And, yeah, no, you know, that, people going over there for the parties. I'm like, no, nah, man. That, that was not that's what funny. it was. Yeah. You know, they have a $15 prime rib night there down. Really? They got a restaurant there now. Really? What day do they do that? Friday I, nights, $15 prime rate. I did eat wow. at the restaurant not too long. Okay, so I'm a little bit of a foodie. I love food. Like, I okay. cook a lot. You know, Danny gave me an entire bag of green beans for reasons unknown. You know, like, yeah. and, I'll, <laughs> no. and I'll cook. Like, I love cooking. Did you pick them from the field yourself? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still got some in his back. No, not in the car. You took them out of the trunk because yeah. it was like. I got some. I got some corn from Alger actually. Nice. Like a month or so ago. Now that I'll, right off the right out. Like literally, I drove out to the field. He's like, meet me out here, and uh, he snapped some corn off off the stock for me. It was pretty awesome. That's nice. Great. That corn is going to be delicious. Oh, it was amazing. Thank you, Alger. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll go. Like I've done. I, I did the restaurant there. I've done the restaurants like all over Miami. The restaurant was all right, but it, the view is nice when you go over there. When they have like the the live music nights, and the, I love it there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That place is a lot of fun. I still haven't been. <laughs> well, if you keep plugging them, eventually. Well, yeah. Well, so me and Kreps actually went there with our uh, our executive producer. producer. We have an executive producer. Oh, yeah! He shout out to Joey. Joey Calero. He hasn't. He doesn't really do anything on a day to day basis. He just has to producer credit. Yeah. We just gave it to him. Well, is, actually, isn't that what the producer does anyway? He, he well, he, he wrote and recorded our intro music, and uh, he's the one that 
uh, engineered our whole sound system basically. Like he told me what to do, and I just did it. So like the microphone setups, this the uh, is he the, the one that's going to record the the intro rap for Danny? No, I can do that now. I know how to use this shit. <laughs> he actually came down over Christmas and and showed me how to do a lot of things. So we actually uh, FaceTimed each other and then uh, screen shared so he could control my screen and show me how to do stuff on this recording. Technology is beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I learned a whole shit ton. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's our executive producer. But we, me and Kreps went with him to the winery and got shit faced, and then talked to the owner's daughter, which did not go very productively. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the most the most drunk I ever got was Napa, man. That was the most drunk I've ever gotten. Napa, Napa, because two things: one, wine drunk is pretty drunk, and yes, two, like. I was, I was like, I don't know, I was pretty young in terms of like 22, 23. I didn't really know what I, first how to really drink. And two, I didn't understand the whole wine tasting. Enjoy the flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they give you a little bit. You're actually not supposed to drink the whole thing. Yeah, but, you're supposed you know, to like drink it, it, taste it, and like spit it out right. or some shit. But yeah. if somebody hands me a glass, well, fuck like, that. I'm supposed to drink this. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, and I would drink and, you know, mixing and Napa Valley. I don't know if you've ever been, but. I have not been. Mm-mm. But basically, it's on the list. just think of just, you just drive from winery to winery, right? And you just taste test all day and you can imagine that you know you do that enough you mix enough white and red and yeah you're supposed to spit it out though just as an fyi <laughs> to all the listeners know, yeah. out there you know as a psa, you're supposed it's a to PSA. Spit it out. <laughs> we <laughs> we were in savannah we went to this honey place mm. it was called like honey bee but uh they do mead tastings oh nice mm. yeah so uh well, cigar city has some pretty good mead place uh, we sh- we showed up there when they opened at like nine o'clock I walk in there and I was like, I want to do the the wine taste or the mead tasting, and the guy's like, All right, hold on. And he goes over. Here, you want to do this now? Like, I'm like, Yes, I'm on vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'm on vacation. Yo, so <laughs> where I'm from, day drinking is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Walk, walked out of there at like nine nine twenty, ripped, <laughs> fucking ripped. Did we did like a me and the wife did a flight board, so it was like six different meads. And they gave you like half a glass of each one. Yeah. God, I pounded that shit. Those shits are tasty. Yo, then we walking up and down River Street in Savannah, ripped already. Like, what kind of alcohol them? content does those, those have? Like 13, 14% were still. Yeah. They're pretty strong, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're, pretty strong. yeah, they're, they're like. A the bars really weren't strong even beer. open yet, and I'm walking around Savannah, ripped. <laughs> like, eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
I always see those those YouTube videos where like the the sushi places with like the the conveyor belts that just pass yeah. by and you just snag it like that is so oh, awesome. You, they have those down here. Yeah, um, but fuck that. I want to do it in yeah, Japan yeah. and real. Yeah, yeah, but the the level of sushi is completely. Oh different. no, of course. Yeah, the level of sushi. Then, is obviously, you're gonna get a lot better, fresher fish and stuff, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm such a history nut. I like go like around Europe and like look at all like the World War One sites and shit. Like that's what I probably do. My my uh, my aunt and her husband just came back from Normandy Beach not too long. Oh, nice. I was like, that's got to be something. Yeah, yeah the Did spot you... I would want to see is like Verdun or... Um, yeah, they saw all of it, yeah. Yeah. Did you see, uh, they shut it, they just got a cease and desist order letter recently from Nintendo, but they were doing uh, Mario Kart mm-hmm. on golf courts in Japan. Wow. Oh, yeah. Like, like basically like tours and in golf cart or in go-karts and you would dress up like a character like they had costumes there and that's shit. That's kind of fun. Yeah, oh, you could put it Yeah, there's videos all over YouTube of it. Like, some of them are hours long. Like, and they're on the fucking freeway in these little go-karts doing like fucking 60 or <laughs> That's whatever. Hilarious. Like, what the fuck? This is great. Yeah, they, <laughs> I wanted to go do that. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, that would right? be fun. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> and then you can always go see, you know, Hiroshima. Yeah. No, you have to. <laughs> that way you can let them know you're American. Yeah. Don't let them forget. Just, just remember, we won. All right. <laughs> Didn't you know, tell them once. You told them twice. <laughs> fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Suck it, nerds. <laughs> we just lost all our Jap- Japanese listeners. Yeah, if we had any. <laughs> Can you imagine if something like that happened now? Mm. What, bomb Japan again? Or just any, any country, any city gets bombed. It would be crazy. I don't think we need to bomb Japan, though. For, forget, I'm, not, I'm talking about any city in the world. As long as it's not like, you, as long as it's not America. You mean like if we good. nuked somebody like today? If we nuked what, somebody? How about if somebody nuked us? Oh well, that what would that create? nah? Well, well, obvious. We're gonna fucking go, you know. It would be incredible, right? Rape, pillage, and destroy. Yeah, that's <laughs> one thing Americans are great about. If something happens to us, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and you went to Pearl, you went to Pearl Harbor, right? Where yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, have you been? To, have you been to Hawaii? I have not. It was the only vacation I've been to several places. The only time, and this is God's honest truth. You know, you always like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, and it's true. But that was the first time that I like got on the internet. I started looking to see about places to buy or rent, see if I get a job there. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, like, I was, I, I, I took a good four I did not, hours. Like, I did not want to leave when I was uh, a good four and I was really hours there for a week. I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, I could live here uh, pretty cheap, right? I even hey. started looking into realtors here to sell my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure, if somebody blew up an American city, mm-hmm. we would have swift and definite action in response. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it would be nice in any way, shape, or form. That's the one thing that America's never had. It's never had it uh, outside of the, obviously the Civil War or the Revolutionary War. It's never been a major war in the, on the American soil. Yeah, well, we have the uh, two big oceans. I kind of like. Well, because we're not fighting Canada or Mexico too. The fuck would they do? We also have guns everywhere. Yeah. Well, now, but I'm just saying. <laughs> we also have guns everywhere. Like, that's been a thing since we started. Well, like, geopolitics. There's I mean, a reason for that. We got, you know, Canada didn't end up becoming Germany, right? So, our like, neighbors were not, you know. As, there was a Japanese general who said, uh, we can never never attack the uh, a ground war in America. And they were like, why? He's like, because there's a gun behind every blade of grass. <laughs> that is another thing, right? Like, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> we may hate each other, 
We hate everyone else way more. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you put someone else that we're supposed to hate, then we'll coalesce yeah. for a little while at least. Yeah. Yeah. Until they're dead. <laughs> Who was it? Uh, there was a, a German a German guy during World War II, one of the, some German general, and he was like, the, the American... The American army is so good at war because war is chaos, and the American army practices chaos on a daily basis. Oh, yeah, they, they've they've had some good quotes like that. Like, uh, <laughs> I like absolutely the, true. I was like the one of uh, they said uh, our tiger tank. They would say like our tiger tank is like uh, as good as like four of the U.S. Sherman tanks, but those goddamn Americans always brought five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you break the thing again? No, I didn't break anything. No, 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 you fucker. Adobe wants me to update. I'm not doing it. No, I refuse no. to update Adobe. Fuck Obviously, you, Adobe. No, you better not ever update Doesn't Adobe. Doesn't look like Adobe's going to be a sponsor. Yeah. Fuck Adobe. <laughs> not updating you. Not yep. the seasoning, though. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. No, no, the seasoning's okay. Isn't that Adobo? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to keep it going. <laughs> so, uh, Tupac or Biggie? Uh, well, this is actually was a big question for me because I grew up playing basketball and in the early 90s. I'm going to go Tupac. All right. Good man. Good man. I'm in. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, no. I, I love Tupac. I just, uh, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, the East Coast yeah. stuff more. That was just me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and this guy says pumping iron's gay. <laughs> 30 I minutes I in. do. I don't think we can. T- I'm not the I, only one that says pumping. I don't think we can trust your uh, uh, opinion. I've actually got a, a, a written statement from. Uh, Let's go on Reddit for it. <laughs> yeah. so I know what Reddit thinks. I've got a, a written thing from Allinger. I don't gave, like Reddit uh, anymore. It has, I like Reddit. It's fun. <laughs> I, it's. Just change I, the subject from uh, out of uh, you can't just, how gay pumping iron was. You're not going to do an AMA then? No. You can't. It, you know what it is? You can't dive too much into comments anymore. Because, well, I remember when Reddit first was, like, first becoming a thing. Uh-huh. Like, or like 2007, 2008. It was cool because you could you could uh, say, a, say an opinion on something. And if your opinion was stupid because it wasn't fact-based or something. It wouldn't get upvoted. Well, not only wouldn't get upvoted, but you would get slammed. Mm-hmm. And not just, oh, you're a piece of shit. They'd go... Hey, you probably haven't thought about this and this because you're an idiot. So mm-hmm. here it is. Here's a link to the site. Here's a source. Here's a link to the source for that site. Mm-hmm. Here's the information you're missing, and then you should go reevaluate how you came to your opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm a fucking asshole. All right, let me, uh, you know, absorb this information and change my opinion. Now it's, oh, you like guns? You hate fucking kids? You piece of shit. <laughs> what? Well, actually, <laughs> Danny, Wait, Danny and I were actually having a conversation that was actually about this. The problem that we live in a day and age that nuance is gone doesn't exist. You're, it's Definitely. binaries. Opinions are binary now, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you yeah. either are A or you're B, right? Yeah. No matter how extremist it may be, that's what it is. Nuance, context, shit's gone. Conversation, having an idea of like reality and facts, gone. Right? It's about you have to, if you have an opinion, it's going to be harsh, it's going to be strong, and it's going to be binary. And whoever does not share your opinion is wrong. <laughs> and that is where we live in today. That is where we live in today. That's why I don't do Reddit anymore. Because, like I said before, Reddit was a, like, it forced you to critically think in a productive manner. And if you had an opinion, you, would, you wouldn't you would come out swinging with it. You would just say, hey, this is what I'm thinking because, you know, this is where I'm at. And someone would be like, have you thought about this? Oh, no, I hadn't. Well, let me reevaluate. And you were able to 
people would change their ideas because you would be presented with new evidence or you would, you know, right. and it was always, and it was never feeling based. It was always like, here's a link to a faction. Mm-hmm. Here's a, and here's a link to their source where but they got then it they from. expanded to the general public. And then it then, was a marketplace of ideas. That's the thing. Well, yeah. that's the, the thing problem was a, a, yeah. an open conversation. What was it? Well, that's the thing it's with gone. like anything. It's not a marketplace like, anymore. Once something no. gets like a certain amount of popularity, it becomes about like keeping those people around. And it's just like, a, for example, like I like to watch the way I like to watch the news. I want it as like dry and boring as possible. Like I watch fucking PBS news, but like uh, because like they're not beholden to to ratings and things like that. So like they just kind of say what they say. Um, I don't watch news. I absolutely refuse. I, I don't in general either. But I when I do, it. I wasn't gonna go full uh, a Dos Equis commercial and like. But when I do, but <laughs> anyways. Uh, like, like I get my uh, usually I get the news from like really boring sources. That's just the way I do it. Just like I, I've never had like the uh, I've never gotten the itch to like engage the internet with my with what, what my opinions are. Like I just don't I don't care. Uh, I, I I care. I, mean, I I think about what I what my opinions are, but like I don't. You don't feel the need to express them or fight I, for them. Not <laughs> even that. Like I just don't feel the need to. Like I'd rather talk to someone like I would rather talk to you guys or some like like face to face than like do it anonymously. It's just, that that's really what always gets me is because like that's just like a that's really what the the free ticket for being a douchebag is is well, just, uh, how Red, anonymous Red, it is Reddit and like how easy like, it is just to say whatever the fuck you want behind. Uh, Reddit used to be way cooler when they had subreddits like you know I'm going to hell for this. <laughs> right. Or uh, you know kids mm. falling down or they had some really cool subreddits. Now it's yeah. like. They got rid of all the dead kid stuff. Like it's boring. Yeah, boring. Oh, like you can look at like that as beautiful or like some shit like that now, but it's not the same. Whatever. I used to go to Space Dicks. <laughs> Our Space Dicks was the shit. <laughs> I am so desensitized. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Marines does, huh? Yeah. I am so desensitized. I used to, dude. I'd be sitting there in bed looking at our Space Dicks. My wife goes, "What the fuck?" It's funny. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I read somewhere too that like uh, general in general like uh, social <laughs> networks isn't like a uh, while like they they tend to be more creative like it doesn't they don't go in any kind of direction and it's also just as easy to spread uh, like like disinformation, disinformation as yeah. it is to like like uh, like the other example of a social network like exploding the amount of information we were like uh, privy to was uh, the invention of the printing press and um, like people forget that like. You know, while we had like all sorts of uh, like the Reformation and stuff like that, we uh, the printing press all, also gave us the Malleus Maleficarum, which is like the the book of like how to spot uh, how to find witches and like what you're supposed to do <laughs> when, you, when you find them, like how to burn them at the stake and stuff. What are you supposed the to bloodiest do? book yeah. in history, it's called. Yeah, and so like uh, and so like, uh, that's actually uh, history's first uh, example of fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Yeah, and like it literally was. No, no, no. uh, no, no, That's not fake news. That's alternative facts. Alternative facts. Excuse me. It's the same shit. But anyways, uh, look, look, you know the you know that the Earth isn't round, right? Shut up. It's flat. (laughs) I saw. I I watched the the special on Netflix. There's there's one now about flat earthers. Oh God, it is so. You need to link. You need to link that to me. I need it. It is so fucking great. My life. Oh my God, it is so good. So the beginning of it, it shows (laughs) these guys who just you know ramble on about their. Facts of the Earth right, being flat, right. and like, of course. And 
Well, he, they call them clues to the Earth being flat, and it's all—it's all a conspiracy. I was right? tell him, like, "I'm going to rent a plane, and we're going to—I'm going to take you to the ice wall, and just to see what it actually well, is." It's so great. So, uh, like about halfway through, they—they they find these engineers, right? Oh, okay. And these dudes are flat earthers. Oh God. Yeah. So they—they—they they, they go on about how they want to—they need to get a laser gyroscope so that they can prove that the Earth is flat because. If they do this measurement and it's 15 degrees off, it's detecting the wobble of a, of a round planet. So they're not going to detect the wobble. And the best way to do that, the only way to get that might, uh, that minute of a measurement is with a laser gyroscope because of the way it's set up. So these assholes get together and spend, I think they said like, I think I want to say it was like 20 grand on a fucking laser gyroscope mm-hmm. and they detect the 15 degree movement. <laughs> And that inadvertently, is awesome. the earth is fucking round, and they go, ah, this isn't right. You know what? We're going to come up with another experiment to prove the earth is flat. That is yeah. awesome, dude. <laughs> I got to watch this, though. So you know, they, they come up with this scheme. Their plan is to put three posts in perfect alignment with each other, right? Over, I forget how long of a distance, right? Mm-hmm. And then shoot a laser across it, and then make it so that the laser oh, is the same distance a, on two, if, two yeah. poles, so that the third pole should be the same if it's flat, and if like not, if the yeah. laser's sitting like a meter above the, exactly. uh, the and yeah. it should be a meter above the other two. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So Good luck of that, you fucker. Yeah, they're trying to figure that out. And uh, it, it was funny. I was talking to a guy I work with, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the that's the experiment they're trying to figure out now." And he's like, "Where are they going to find you know fifteen twenty miles of, of straight level land to do that?" It's like I don't know, maybe on a glacier. <laughs> 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 Suck it, nerds. <laughs> That is awesome, <laughs> but yeah, fucking. I feel like once like we do something like like free or not free, but like like tourist flights into the stratosphere, then we'll start like actually like, See, like getting those people. The thing is, that, is that it, when you when people have an extreme opinion, no matter what it is, I don't care what your opinion is. If you have an extreme opinion, you're gonna fi- and it's part of your who you are. You're gonna fight like hell because you're not going to change that opinion. That's the thing, though. Is like I, I've. Like I'm always, I it's like never to think change. that like I'm always open to the the fact that most of the times I'm wrong, and like I'm okay with that. We, we are but open like, to that too. No, of course. <laughs> but like, uh, I like, I, so like, like to I, be able I can't to... like I can't. Not even that I don't like to debate stuff. It's just I can't do it as fervently as like somebody who really who is a, a, a quote unquote true believer of like whatever it is that the I like to be able to change my ideas when new evidence is presented. Of course. And, and, that, and that's and that's a really hard thing to do. Nobody mm-hmm. can do that because like it's an like, impossibility. Yeah. Well I believe in the idea that uh the wisdom requires a flexible mind. Well, where, like, the, like most people are just so rigid and unmoving in what they think that like I You know I just why? Can't You know why? Why is that? We eat too much sugar. Is that what it is? I swear to God. I eat plenty of sugar. I eat too we, much sugar eat, and I don't eat, think we, that way. We eat too much sugar. I swear to God, I was reading this really interesting thing. Uh, so, when you learn something new, or once, or mm-hmm. if you believe in something, right? You have this mm-hmm. preset thing. You have preset neural pathways in your brain. So, if somebody presents counter evidence to that, you have to be to be able to absorb it. You have to build new neural pathways in your brain, right? And they went over this whole chemical thing and how it works. And basically, that becomes super inhibited with the consumption of sugar huh. because when you consume the amount of sugar that we do as a nation, mm-hmm. your, your cells are constantly, constantly fucking swollen mm-hmm. because whenever sugar comes into a cell with uh, insulin, it brings interstitial fluid and the cells swell. Yeah. So those, 
those neural pathways have massive trouble being built because of the, they're constantly fucking swollen and in the USA. way. USA. Yeah, yeah. USA. So the ability to build neural pathways and learn new information becomes harder because of diet. I've read something like weird like that too where they say like uh That's a very where like you and I thought it was pretty like, cool. Like counterpoints like very trigger can trigger in some people like a uh, almost like a fight or flight response where they like they think that like Especially if it's something like they uh, they see as like part of their identity, like they see that like uh, they'll 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 really feel like you're personally attacking them by saying that they're wrong about stuff, yeah. and like it'll trigger that same kind of adrenaline response where they're like, oh well, this guy's talking like, yeah. Well, you brought up a good point actually. The difference between wisdom and knowledge. You brought up wisdom, is the ability to be more flexible with the idea. Knowledge is yeah. like you can know something. But you know it. Wisdom is the ability to have that knowledge and apply it, apply it, yeah. and know it, and have use that experience to or at least think, think critically it. about it. I mean, so it's, like, it's it's interesting. It's a it's the, the, today every single one of us in our in the palm of our hands are holding more computing power than the Apollo thirteen mo- landing module landed on the, we, on the moon. We have mm-hmm. access to the world's largest collection of information, and in we've our never hand. been yep. less more ignorant or less educated. Well, you know what the best part is? I love it. You can go on Facebook right now, and I guarantee you people are asking stupid fucking questions. Someone's asked a dumbass question. It's like, you came on Facebook to ask this question. You obviously have the fucking internet. You have Google. Fuck, man. <laughs> God damn it. But then I also heard a funny thing. Like The fastest way to find the answer to something is post the wrong thing on Facebook, and someone will correct you. That's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is that's good. But yeah, um, there's like this historian that's saying that like, because uh, like, again, like the, the, the very first time we had like a big social network was the printing press and that uh, that ended up in like the 30 years war <laughs> and like uh, we didn't get it, which like didn't get uh, resolved until we had, uh, I think it was called the Treaty of Westphalia or something like that. And which was like what like, uh, that was uh, one of the first things that like established the, uh, the power of the state. Uh, quote unquote, and like stuff like that, and like uh, they were saying like I'm pretty sure Obama's connected to that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> what does it say? So I'm, su- I'm assuming you're a registered Democrat in the state. <laughs> I am actually. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> I am a registered Democrat. So many people are that you know. I am a registered Democrat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually. Uh, I, I've been an NPA my whole life. It was just no party affiliated. You know, you know what's funny? I registered to vote, and I was at Southridge. Mm. And they did the whole, oh, you're 18, you can register to vote. I was like, all right, I guess that's the thing I should do. All right. And I'm looking at the thing. They're like, do you want to be a Republican or a Democrat? I was like, which one's the, the one for poor people? And the lady's like, Democrats. I was like, all right, that one. That one's the one for poor people. <laughs> and I never changed it. I see there's no, no I reason see, to. Yeah, I see no need to change I was just it. Saying, well, like, in Florida, I, I changed it. Yeah, I, was, I changed it to the Democrat from I really NPA. I don't want to vote in the Republican primary. Yeah, I don't care. I vote in everything. I love it. I vote in everything from local to. I do too. I don't vote in the local thing. ones as much as the. Well, I, I not, I don't, I'm not as well read in the local stuff as much as I should be. That's actually affects uh, you more. more in a lot of yeah. ways. you should actually be more like that. Should, uh, no, and, uh, that I, one affects I, you more in a day to day. Yeah, it really does. But. I really like to, I really like to vote in the Democratic primaries. It's fun. <laughs> I can't imagine. It. <laughs> I'm gonna write shit in. This yeah. year's Democratic primaries are oh, going it's to gonna be, be awesome. It's, oh, gonna, it's gonna be, be so good. Th- it should be a reality so show. So good. It should be. It really, honestly, should be a reality. So good. I can't. Oh, I, I can't wait. Be really, really good. I can't wait for Beto <laughs> O'Rourke. 
Oh, I can't wait. Over. He's going back. But my question is, like, for me, if Biden comes in or not, because Biden is supposed to be the quote-unquote moderate, bring everybody. Okay, but this is the problem. Moderates and centrists do not work no, anymore. They, they oh, don't. oh it, I know that. It, 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 trust that, me. That's another no, one of that. my problems. Is oh, I'm very, very well <laughs> aware you, of You this, cannot yes. be a moderate and you cannot be a centrist. No, no, no it doesn't no. work. Cause you homeboy, can't be elected as a moderate or something. Homeboy from, from Starbucks. Uh, the Starbucks guy. What's his yeah, name? The, um, he talked about wanting to run for president and got eight alive within a week. Yeah. Because he's a fucking yeah, he's a Democrat, but he's also he's not a socialist and he's not a he's not a I wouldn't say he's a conservative, but he's a centrist, obviously, and he was bringing up really good points about being twenty two twenty two trillion dollars in debt and mm-hmm. we need to tackle this and mandatory spending is part of the yeah, problem. Yeah, I was just saying like you can like, you can okay, have yeah, opinions on like that's like, legitimate. And we we need alive. this, we need that, we need and, uh, uh, these things should be. You feel like these things should be whatever, but like you, if you don't like start it off by saying that like, look, we are, what was the twenty two trillion dollars in 22 debt? Twenty two trillion dollars. Yeah, in like debt. if you don't start it off with like acknowledging that as a fact, and then saying the we need to figure out how to get the things that I think we should have after that, then you're just being like a, you're just being naive, and you're like, oh, we're just gonna kick the can some more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it was so funny. Like, uh, just that level of short-sightedness, like, is... But it goes back to what we were talking about today. Nowadays, it's either your... It's binary. It's extreme. Yeah. I was like, like, uh... Somebody, somebody, somebody posted something on Facebook about Ocasio-Cortez wanting to spend more money on something. And I was like, you know, we're $22, $22 trillion in debt. We probably shouldn't spend any more money. Like, this is a bad thing. You know, not because I'm against the program. But I'm against spending money right now on a federal level because guess what? We're $22 trillion in fucking debt. The interest mm-hmm. payments alone are larger than our GDP now. Mm-hmm. And, uh... One of their friends commented back, the debt doesn't matter. We sell our debt as a commodity overseas. I'm like, oh my God, that is not how it works. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is not <laughs> how it fucking works. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, like I, I'm all for, uh, I think idealism is, is fine, but like you have to mix it with a certain level of realism or else like you're just kind of like. Like, I'm extremely libertarian, but I also realize it's not our first day as a society. We need mm-hmm. things like trash pickup and sanitation. Yeah. We have to have a standing military. We have to have a police force, fire and rescue. And you have to pay for all that. And we have to pay for all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I get my stance on libertarianism is that I think we are way overtaxed for the things that are provided. And I, we need to take a serious look at regulations and the lack of regulations. Because the realistic picture is the government will be involved in the economy no matter what. Mm-hmm. And we have to decide whether or not it's going to be there to stop tragedy or clean up afterwards yep and we need to remove regu- uh remove restrictive legislation that prevents like market entry prevents competition mm-hmm. things that are guised as safety that are only saving the company that's making money like yeah but if you just say the word deregulation the leftists go crazy <laughs> you fucking republican and then if you say hey we need this regulation the fucking conservatives are like you goddamn hippie yeah like, yeah God damn it. No, th- like, that, that's the fuck, thing. Is, is everything gets lost <laughs> in, in knee-jerk reactions and uh, and propaganda. And so, like, like it, uh, this is, like, really what uh, goes back to, like, me not wanting to, like, like, having no desire to put my opinions on the internet is uh, is is I want nuance. And I want, like, I want to explain that this happens and this, yeah, but, like, you need to consider this, too, over here. And, like, Every like every person I ever engaged, especially on the internet, uh, there's no there's none of that. No, and it's just uh, it's just talking points and uh, and again propaganda. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, well, don't uh, impugn my freedom. Yeah, no, that's not propaganda. That's uh, fake news. Yeah, fake okay. news. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Walter Concrete. No, but like, like, like it's just, like, well, it's all just like, 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 like say if I uh, if I say that like I don't want the police to kind of uh, to all go around looking like they're in a SWAT team, like they, the the response from that other side will be like, oh, well, I guess you just want cops to die. It's like, no, I just don't want... <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I saw a video one time, and it was this small town America. I forget where mm-hmm. it was, and this dude is driving, and there's a fucking tank, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they got this SWAT tank, like, going through the town, and the dude's filming it, and he's with his camera phone or whatever, and he's they're having this conversation, and the conversation was so fucking uh-huh. profound. <laughs> the guy was like, holy shit, the police department has that. Holy crap. Da, 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 da. Look at that fucking thing. It's so cool. And mm-hmm. the guy filming is like, is our town that fucking bad? Do we need this? What the <laughs> fuck is this? And then the video ends and you're like, yeah, they probably don't fucking need that in Middletown fucking no, nowhere America. Not. Like, it's probably not that fucking bad. You know what the problem is? Is you got a bunch of retards like me and Monkey here who got out of the military and then became cops and we're like, we want cool fucking toys. <laughs> And then we're going to well, use them saying, on I the... Think like a, it's just like when We're going to use them on the guy who fucking sells loose cigarettes. Because they make... They make yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I, I think it's more of a... Uh, uh, opportunism. That, and that's usually my theory of like how things get to where they are. It's just like... Uh, they are making more tanks than we need, but like they don't want to vote down like making... like They, they don't want to stop making tanks because then that congressman's going to like... Uh, they're gonna jobs lose in jobs his in his district, and so like he's gonna. Well, keep all they tra- can do is just they can just gerrymander and change his district, bro. Yeah, but that's just a case. But it's easier to stop just uh, the to keep making the tanks, and so they they vote to keep making the tanks, and they're like, oh, what the fuck are we gonna do with these tanks? Uh, let's tell the cops that they need it, and then and then guys like us can be like, oh fuck yeah, I want to get a tank because <laughs> like I want one, but like like. And then they just run around, do some asset forfeiture, and pay for it. There you go. <laughs> uh, actually, but did you see the case that just came out? The guy who uh, they took his uh, his Range Rover. No, no. The Supreme Court. How did they take his Range that. Rover? Well, it was, it's uh, it was a unanimous decision. You, you should have read this. It was a, I did not. No, no, no. It just came out a couple of weeks ago. I've been reading that HR one. It's a forfeiture case. A- I really wanted that to like actually like like have like be not so spun like because like the things that they were trying to do on the hr1 bill like i i i'm all to, for it it's supposed to end gerrymandering too but no so this is actually this is interesting it was unanimous it was a range rover and it was a, a drug dealer or something like that that he uh he got a civil fine and he owed let's call it five grand i forgot the exact numbers but anyway they took his range rover to pay for it which obviously is much more than whatever it was yeah and unanimously the supreme court said nope the U.S. Supreme Court said, "No, this this is not what the that statute is unconstitutional. It takes goes against the, the taking clause, and this is not right." And they good, yeah. It was that a, unanimous, like this. I said. Yeah. That was a big one. That's a big case because score one for SCOTUS. It, Shit, <laughs> it creates a, a hell of a precedent. Yeah, and gerrymandering ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, now, was, yeah. That, that's Cer- as old as certain forms democracy. of gerrymandering will go away, but gerrymandering yeah. overall will never well, go away. Well, it's like saying that you want to end corruption. Like it, there's always going to be something. Um, the problem is that gerrymandering obviously now is a is a four-letter word, right? Because everybody knows what it means, but mm-hmm. gerrymandering has 
realistically, it's a, it's a necessary evil. It's just that it's gotten taken to a... De- it's to a, a necessary huge. evil for the two parties. Yeah. Correct. For the two-party system. Correct. It's a necessary yeah. evil for the two parties to maintain power over another independent or a third-party forming. We are That's in a, what it is. We are in a two-party system. Binary, we're in a binary society. We are in a two-party system. Binary society. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's so shitty. And then everyone thinks that, like, oh, well, if you're not with us, you're against us. And, uh, oh, yeah. 100%. Because <laughs> that's the American mentality, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they don't even. Nobody even realizes how fucked they're getting over. No. <laughs> so, uh, final thoughts. This is a great time. <laughs> it would have be, been better if Monkey got up and got fucking beer. Yeah, he never got. He, he said he would, but we never. He never got that second round, did he? No, because no. uh, we took a break, so I didn't have to anymore. Well, <laughs> final thought is I really want to hear him rap. So when, no, I, just, no, when I hear no, future no, no, podcasts, no. I'm hoping there's an intro. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's okay, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs>